The FBI raided the home of Jake Paul. And I said when I heard the news, wow, I couldn't care any less upon hearing this. In fact, I'm actually quite angry somebody would tell me that. And then after (laughs) I got really angry and calmed down, I said, but hold on a second. Why did they raid his house? And it turns out because of his participation in the George Floyd riots, Hmm. in which case cross state lines, he crossed state lines. He lives in L.A. He went to Arizona, committed a crime, got arrested for it. And then I started saying, whoa, 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 whoa. They raided his his mansion, found a bunch of rifles. Apparently, the dude owes millions of dollars in back taxes. But that's a whole other issue. Mm -hmm. And I still I just can't really muster any kind of emotion at all. For Jake Paul. And I mean that actually with a bit of respect. I just I don't care about what he does. And I think it's silly how they really want to make everything about his life a drama. But there is something here that's actually really significant. It I I I think they're making an example of him. Yeah. I, I think so too. You're so right. we were we were talking about this the other day with the the hearings, you know, in the Senate over Anto and the far left. And Jake Paul is probably the highest profile individual person who was involved in the in the you know the Black Lives Matter George Floyd rioting. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Like, you got to see these photos. We're going to show these photos, man. You are going to be like, what? These crazy, like, armored personnel carriers, like these dudes coming in full tactical gear camo. And I'm like, man, they really wanted to make sure everybody knew they did this. Mm-hmm. They found a bunch of rifles, too. That's what's crazy. But I think, I think that's it. I think they, I think this is the DOJ saying straight up, who's the biggest fish we can fry? And they're like, Jake Paul. And he was like, Send in the troops. That's the biggest fish that they can fry, though. In the rioting, Uh, think about it. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. If you want to, who was actually out there? It's sending a message, Mm -hmm. making sure everybody knows you riot. We come to your house, and you get arrested, and everyone's going to know about it now. So we'll read this and see what's up. Apparently, they actually raided some other big YouTuber's house as well, who was involved in the rioting. That I I didn't know who he was before. Me neither. Before the uh, he (laughs) got arrested. I'm happy. You were like, this guy got arrested. I was like, who's this, who's this guy? I don't know who he is. Glad to hear it. Yeah. I didn't know who he was yeah, either. I didn't either. <laughs> didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was chilling. And, and then I heard, you know, someone messaged me on Facebook. They're like, yo, they're raiding Jake Paul's house. And I was like, how dare you? How dare you text me this? <laughs> and then I was like, no, wait, why I, are they, why are they raiding his house? He has 20 million subscribers. You know, I actually thought at first it was because he keeps throwing these parties yeah, and, and you know, like everything's locked down. Well, there was they, they had a helicopter on his house yesterday. Like, how dare he have a party? And it's clear that they were kind of alluding to something bigger that we're going to get into. Because why would they even? Oh, you mean like him getting arrested? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I don't I'll, know if it's the same thing, but I think it was. I don't know. That, I'm gonna the, check that out. I, I I'm wondering if these rifles they pulled out are real or fake. Good when, point. So w- when he got arrested earlier because of his involvement in these riots. A lot of people thought he hired a fake cop to arrest him because he's a shot content YouTube vlogger or whatever. Okay. No, he actually got arrested. And the crazy thing is the the city of, I think it was Scottsdale, dropped the charges and they said, so the the feds can investigate. Oh. And that's when it's like, whoa. Yeah, he crossed state lines. I'm not saying that's that's the exact reason, but, you know, this is interesting nonetheless. So we also got a couple other stories. Hopefully we'll get to them. But the other one is New York is now setting up COVID checkpoints, the borders. This wow. is this to me is nuts. On the borders of New York? On the borders like the of the state? No, the city. Of the city. I mean, I don't know about the whole state because I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, you yeah. could drive through a dirt road or something. Yeah. But New York City on the bridges and tunnels. <laughs> oh my god. They're gonna like listen, man, for those of you that don't understand New York, getting through the Lincoln Tunnel is already a nightmare <laughs> where it takes you like years. I'll tell you what. Driving from South Jersey up to New York City, 
Okay, let's let's say it's it's a two hour trip. And it's because it's actually only an hour drive to get to New York. And then going through the tunnel into Manhattan is another hour. I kid you not. Now they're adding checkpoints where they're going to be stopping and I guess doing temperature checks or something. And then they're going to give everyone a two week mandatory quarantine. Wow. Now, here's why it's funny. It's kind of messed up all this is going on, but it's funny because Cuomo is simultaneously begging rich people to come back. It's, his, it's literally his worst fear. I mean, he, was, he said a year ago, God help us if the rich leave. Now they've left. Now he's begging them to come back. But who in their right mind would come back only to go through a checkpoint and then be locked up in a, in a, in a crappy little apartment for two weeks? Right, exactly. Well, I guess if you're rich, you'll be locked up in your penthouse for two weeks. But still, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Who, no, it's okay. I'm in the Hamptons or I'm in Connecticut. I got a nice little house up by the, you know, on the East Coast. I'm not coming back. So we'll, we'll talk about all that stuff, too. And then we've got some other stories we might get to. Like, uh, well, I'll save those for if we get to them. But we got some other stories. And maybe, maybe I shouldn't mention right now, or should I? I mean, no, let's just, I, yeah, whatever. Just dig into it. Sargon of Akkad. You know him, you love him. He won his, uh, uh, his request for legal fees. So it's a long and complicated story, but it's now seemingly getting way more intense. So, so long story short, and we'll go through all of this. We got the, art, the article from Bloomberg Law. Sargon, if you're, if you're not familiar with his channel, he's considered, uh, who, 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 I think it was Eric Weinstein or maybe Brett who called him the poor man's intellectual or the work. The, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The working class intellectual. That seems fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was meant to be respectful. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, so he uploaded a video to YouTube. He got sued by a leftist for copyright infringement. He won. Then he sued back for uh, attorney's fees. Right. He won that. And now the person he sued is just going off on oh. Twitter, like in a total unhinged, crazy. Sounds like, like uh, something someone on the left would do. Yeah, the crazy, yeah. the crazy thing is, it now seems like she's trying to get him banned from like every platform, desperately reaching out to anyone who works at any of these companies to terminate all his all his financial contracts, which it's is so messed up. Which is brazen, defam. It's it's libelous and it's it's tortious interference. Yeah. So this is like, you know, the the reason I bring this story up because a lot of people might not know or care who these people are, but this could escalate into some kind of weird internet culture war, full scale conflict or so of sorts. Because I mean, the the level to which she is trying to completely eviscerate, yeah, Sargon after he won this case, a cancel conflict war. It is. It's like cancel culture. You know, the most. It's a crazy. It's crazy. But he won forty about forty thousand dollars. It's like thirty eight something. Wow. She's got thirty days to pay. So this was this was a this was a crazy uh, uh, you know I call it justice man. If you really look at the details of the case, it is it is so insane what these leftists think they can get away with. Wow. She was going on Twitter and she was saying things like I'm going to bankrupt him. It's going to be hilarious. It's a Christmas present or something like that, and that's why I ended up winning. The judge even said, "This is crazy. Get this, and and we'll, we will go through this." But I'm really excited. I'm like, this story is nuts. The judge said that normally determining improper motive in a lawsuit is very difficult. Because people hide their true motivations behind, you know, legal right, framework. Right. However, in this case, she announced all of her motivations were completely improper on Twitter to her followers <laughs> and was very obviously trying to enrich herself or so something like that. I'd be very careful, but it was yeah. something along on the lines of seeking secondary income through publicizing the lawsuit. Wow. Like totally crazy stuff. So, so we'll get to this. She screwed herself. Yeah. And, and, and wow. you know. I think it may be a bit too, too esoteric, but this is a lot to do with censorship, free speech, and it is a tactic of the left to get their their rivals banned. In this instance, I think this story is very important and worth talking about you know, to, to, to the average person simply because she lost a lawsuit 
The judge ruled, hey, fair and square, this is what, what happened. And now she is trying to contact people at YouTube and PayPal and a bunch of other companies to sever contracts with him. It, it, it would seem, but she is asking, does anybody know people at these companies, at PayPal, at GoFundMe? Here's an email I sent to YouTube. This is how the left gets away after they lose their lawsuits. They use nefarious and subversive tactics to force these companies to do their bidding. Wow. She wants, she's out for, for revenge, man. And I think ultimately... It can be really, really bad. If I, I, she needs she needs someone. Uh, this is Akila. She needs someone who knows her to tell her just stop doing this because it can result in her going to jail yeah, in the definitely. long run. Seems like it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean. There, there's still a few steps before it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. But I've already been through this talking with lawyers and legal rep- reps that I had to deal with, you know, last year. And everything she's doing is getting it's bordering on the intense. Like when a judge tells you you have to pay this, you were wrong, and then you go off on this tirade saying vote these people out. I want to go after him. You're getting dangerously close to a bunch of, you get dangerously close to illegal activity. For now, it seems like she's really spitting on the courts. Yeah. It's going to come back in, you know, injunctions or something, but we'll, we'll get to this. I don't want to, I don't want to hash out the whole story just now. We'll, we'll talk about this yeah. later. Clearly, I'm, I'm really excited about it, yeah. but we definitely got to talk about what's going on with the FBI raiding uh, Jake Paul because I think it's, you know, setting an example. Well, but before, before we get into that. Yes. You should smash that like button, but not for me. Nay, not for me. Nay. Not for Tim either. No. There's oh. only one person you should be smashing for today, and it happens to be her birthday. Oh. oh. Hey, Lydia. Yeah? Happy birthday. Thanks, Adam. Happy birthday, I appreciate Lydia. that. So I'm everyone better be smashing that like button because it's Lydia's birthday. That's right. It's my gift. And, and. and that's, that's the only reason you should be smashing the like button. <laughs> I mean, yes. I do happen to have a certain that's red true. beanie here that's for later, reason. just in case we hit 30K. But come on, hit her up, bombard her on Twitter with happy birthdays, and what what else are you on? Everything, right? Yeah, I'm on everything. Parlor, parlor and stuff. everything. Yeah, yeah. Hit her up, wish her happy birthday. It's her birthday today. Yeah, thanks, Lydia guys. is, in fact, 37 today. Thir- oh, yeah? 37 years old. Oh, I am, yes. Yes, 30. I, I didn't know 37. that. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's not 37. Not even close. No. Oh, my goodness. No, maybe 11. Uh, not even close to that either. What? No. I don't know how old you are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my employer doesn't well, know how old well, I am. Well, maybe that's well. for the best. <laughs> it's for the best. Well, I'm not, for the I, record, I, you I, don't look 37. Thank you. I appreciate Jeez, Tim. that. Look at the happy birthdays lighting up. <laughs> it was, it, I was trying to pick an age where people might be like, no way, really? Yeah. Thir- yeah 37's not right and 11's not right. It just jumped to like <laughs> four, No, I said 11 4, years too likes. much. Yeah, 11 years too much. Okay. 5,000 likes. That Ooh. is what I'm talking Thanks, about, guys. everybody. That's Whoa. a wonderful gift. Those are for happy you. Birthday. Those are for you. Appreciate wow. that. So, all right. That's awesome. We may continue on now that I just wanted to put that on the air. You know, good energy. You know, you know what we, we did today to celebrate? Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Go ahead. Special I, I, order from Chicago. Yes. Well, me, me and Tim are both very fond of our Chicago roots. And uh, so, port- was it Portillo's? Wait, Portillo's. What, Portillo's. My Pol- goodness. Polish sausage and Italian beef special ordered overnight. Woo. Oh, my and goodness. It is, good. I can say a word and people are going to be like, what's that? Jardinera. Oh, man. The best. I've, I've, the best jardinera ever. But it's but no no it's not, it's not about the best ever it's that nobody knows what it is. That's, I guess I that's it. true. No, I mean it's it. I, I've lived across everywhere. The problem is it sucks. It always is terrible. Yeah. Like with that stuff though, that's real. That's like I tried t- it's delicious. It's spicy. Oh man, it's, it's for those it's that don't good. know. It's it's like a uh, it's a mix of what's like carrots, jalapenos, celery, cauliflower, yeah. and it's pickled. 
Yep. Pickled crunchy vegetables. Spicy. Pickled crunchy vegetables. Hot spicy. peppers. Oh my god. Yeah, and you put it on beef and you put it on bread and then they take the mm -hmm. whole sandwich with tongs and they dunk it in gravy and hold it for a second and yep. then pull it out and the whole thing's a soggy mess. <laughs> Very good. It's a it's a Chicago specialty. Turns out. Yep. And so with got, all the all the fixins. Oh mm. yeah. yeah. Man, it well, was good. Brought well, me back. Well, now that you 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 know about our our, our celebrating <laughs> okay. and all that all that stuff, <laughs> let's talk about the FBI. Laying the uh, the smackdown. All right, let's do it. Well, yeah. and, and and everybody did smash the like button, so I don't think it yeah, should be said. Appreciate Plenty it. of smashing, but do subscribe. I'm proud. Subscribe for Lydia's birthday. I'm very grateful. Or I'm and, gonna, I'm and gonna, share. I'm, yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's you the must, first rule of IRL Club. You have you to must, tell everyone about you it. You must share for 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 Lydia's birthday. That's yeah, right. I'm gonna but use. But more that. importantly, use it. <laughs> because it's her birthday, you must share. Yes, share this video. Actually, I didn't share it yet. All right, let's go ahead and share it. Let's read this here news. All right, we're reading. Check it out. We got the story from the Daily Mail. Multiple high-powered weapons are seized at YouTube star Jake Paul's $6.9 million Calabasas mansion after FBI agents riding in military trucks swarmed the property in connection to his arrest for Arizona mall riots as his collaborator's Vegas home is also raided. I just got to show you these photos because that's the gist of it, right? Check this out. First, let me, let me read it. They say a second FBI raid was also conducted at a separate property belonging to fellow social media personality and friend of Paul, Armani Izadi in Las Vegas. The outlet said Izadi was also arrested during the looting in Arizona. In June, Paul was charged with criminal trespass and unlawful assembly by authorities in Scottsdale, Arizona, who say they were sent hundreds of tips claiming Paul was a participant in the riot. The case against both Paul and Izadi was later dropped by the city attorney ahead of Wednesday's raid by the FBI. In a statement, the Scottsdale, Scottsdale Police Department said, it is in the best interest of the community to dismiss misdemeanor charges without prejudice so that a federal criminal investigation can be completed. Scottsdale retains the option to refile charges depending on the outcome of the federal investigation. Check this out. Look at this. It looks like he's got two right there. He's got one right there. He's got another right here. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Why would they seize these? They didn't arrest anybody, apparently. Well, and, and let me let me just get that straight. So if if they don't federally charge him, does that that mean Scottsdale can actually yep. char then yep. charge him? So they just dropped it because the feds came in and like we're actually going to be charging. Him. They're stepping out of the They're way. Like oh okay yeah. So wow. I'll tell you right off the bat for those just just popping in. I'll tell you what I think. I think this is the DOJ. Donald Trump said we're coming after you. We're coming after you. Ten years. For, for, for vandalizing statues and federal property. Ten years. Now, now hold on. Jake Paul's not going to get ten years. He was trespassing and seen, you know, in these riots. But it seems like law and order works. Mm -hmm. Check it out, man. There was a poll from Gallup that was released today. And okay. you know what it said? What? 81% of black Americans want the same level of policing in their neighborhoods or more. Yeah, I saw that. So the number is actually 61% want the same level of policing. They're satisfied. And it's, and it's actually interesting, among the, 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 uh, the Latino community, the Hispanic mm -hmm. community, uh, is even more satisfied. But across the board, the overwhelming majority of Americans are satisfied with the amount of time police spend patrolling their neighborhoods. In fact, 20% of black Americans want to see more time spent policing their neighborhoods. 19% want to see less. But that means we've got a massive number of people who do not agree with this defund narrative, with this abolish narrative, or with these protests, the riots, sorry, man, they are not popular. So I'll tell you what happens. Donald Trump, he says, we're coming for you. Did you, did you hear what he said earlier this morning uh, on Fox? No, I didn't catch that. He said Black Lives Matter is a Marxist group. Which and, they've admitted well, there openly. Are a lot of the higher, higher, like, like, uh, higher profile activist leaders are definitely you know, yeah. far left. 
what Trump said, they're a Marxist group. And if I'm wrong, I'll lose an election. That's what he said. He's, wow. he's, he, he's, he's laid his cards right on the table. That's why this story about Jake Paul, you know, like it like it like rung a bell or like a light bulb popped up when I heard it because they said it was con- connected to the riots. And I'm thinking, here's what happens. The dude travels across state lines with some other buddy who crossed the, uh, other state lines, Nevada. They go and riot. And now here's what I think. I think the DOJ was trying to figure out how can we make sure everybody knows that if you do this, you're going to get locked up. Well, you go after the highest profile person, guarantee that all the news is going to be like, whoa, what's going on with this guy, Jake Paul? He's very famous, got 20 million subs. Now he's getting his home raided. And we see these photos of rifles. Now, here's, here's something I've, I've, I'm curious about. Why are they seizing these rifles? I don't know. Is it because he, he can't have them while charges are pending? Is it because he couldn't legally have them in the first place? Hmm. They didn't arrest him. But oh, they, they did didn't s- arrest him? No, but they came and raided his home and they seized a bunch of guns. Could these guns be fake? Did they take him across state it. lines, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they saw him in a video because these guys are, are too brazen. But I'm curious for two reasons. I don't like the idea of the state coming in and seizing people's property. That's not the state. This is the feds. The feds. Right. right, right. Well, I mean, Step I'm, up. I, should, I should clarify. I mean, the colloquial definition of the state as oh, in okay, the okay. state authority. The, I see what you mean, yeah. As like the full country. Yeah. So these are feds coming in and taking his guns. Now that I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, we know he was rioting, so this is this is not the McCloskeys, right? The McCloskeys came out, were eating dinner and defending their property in St. Louis, and the cops came and took their guns. That immediately was made me angry, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. This is different. This is a dude who, I mean, I don't even know what this is. I wonder how many people watching can identify these, these, these weapons that are seen laying around. It says, footage shows what appeared to be a high-powered rifle resting against the star's hot tub in the backyard that appears in many of his recent YouTube videos. I mean, that could be an air rifle for all we know. It could be a prop. I've, I've seen, I've seen a, air rifles that look like that also. But he's, you know? he's a YouTuber. These could be props. Also true, yeah. But if they were, why would they seize them? Mm-hmm. I think dude had guns. I'm curious about the gun laws in California. Because in Calabasas, my understanding is California is fairly strict. But yeah, I don't know anything these, are, these are long guns, so it might, might not be a big deal. Yeah, it looks like know? a shotgun. Yeah, it looks like uh, he's got a shotgun. A couple shotguns. This, actually, I can't tell what these are. I, I bet people watching can probably spot them instantly and know what they are, but they seized a bunch of weapons. Yeah. But check this out. Look at these guys, man, in full, like, it, look at this gear. Whoa. This is this is them going to his house? We know that? I, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, that's what pretty, it says. Look, yeah, well, several federal agents dressed in tactical gear arrived in armored vehicles after serving the YouTube star with a search warrant. Wow. Bro, you riot. You know, they're going to come and lock you up. And I, I and I think I'm I'm not a fan of using the law to make examples of people because I think the law should be applied equally. These these I really really don't like it when you know judges are like, well, to make sure no one ever commits a crime, we're going to give you a million years or some nonsense. Doesn't yeah. seem fair. But I think they don't need to do that. They just need to charge him federally, and he'll get a slap on the wrist to, to whatever degree. But everyone will know. So they don't they don't need to do anything harsh. Now I see I see this uh, this thing going around like Antifa and BLM uh, protesters. No, they're straight up rioters. They're posting <laughs> these videos and pictures saying, "Please stop filming us. Please yep. stop taking pictures of us. Mm-hmm. You're, we're getting arrested now. So please stop filming what we're doing." And it's like, no, people are going to film you. This is the information era. Everyone has a phone. They can just hit you up, take a this video. This is why they attack people. Yeah, you're right. This is why they go after Andy No. Mm-hmm. Because yep. Andy aggregates information on their activities, and they're trying to suppress him. The amazing thing is how they, like, 
The, the, the amazing thing, for those that are familiar with Andy No, he's like, in my opinion, the foremost expert on the far left extremism, especially in the Pacific Northwest. Yep. So they call him a white supremacist, even though he's, he's a, a child of immigrants and he's gay and a minority. It's like... Uh, and now he's, he's testified multiple times yep. in front of like Congress, you know, twice in the past month, I think, you know. I got to say, man. he is. He's the when, fore, forerunner on what they're doing. He, he's from Portland. He's watched it happen around yep. him as he grew, grew up there. He's so brave. So they basically just go on and talk about, you know, basically the same stuff we already know, that he got raided and he was connected to, you know, the, the riots. So again, simply put, I think they're making an example of him, but we'll see. They say in one shot from the scene in L.A., a long-barreled gun was spotted in the backyard, resting at a hot tub. So you get it. But the FBI announced during that, that testimony that they have 300 domestic terror investigations as a result of riots, attorney tells Capitol hearing on Antifa. And now here's a quick little update as well. Multiple fires reported in downtown Portland parking garages last night. Of course. So, th- so this, so listen, last night was particularly crazy. Yeah, with, I saw some crazy stuff. Yeah, going they, down they, last they week, stabbing the tires of that guy's car, and then he speeds through and runs like he and, just and dr- breaking the windshield. Like they were, oh yeah, they dude, were coming after that guy. So, you know, I don't, don't don't finish don't finish. He someone actually parked a motorbike in front of this truck so he couldn't go anywhere. He was coming to a stop. He was just driving down the street. They all kind of bombarded him, and some dude got in front of him with a mini bike and dropped it down so he couldn't go anywhere. And then they started beating the car, breaking the windshield, he and he off. just took off. And you He's... just see sparks flying because <laughs> the mini the well, it was like a motorcycle. It wasn't. Yeah. It was a dirt bike. That's what yeah. it was. And he just dragged it. It's crazy. It's, like, it's crazy. Man, I I don't blame him at all. I see all this stuff. I see this poll from Gallup, right? Mm-hmm. 81% of black Americans do not agree with defund the police. They actually, 20% want more cops. Then there's another study that came out that says, you, you know how in 2016, in the 2015-16 cycle, journalists got it all wrong. They, they stories were wrong. They were mocking Trump. They gave him a really low chance of winning. And then after Trump won, they were all like, what did we get wrong? We don't understand. A new study came out that mapped journalists on Twitter published by, uh, it was Illinois, uh, I think, uh, Urbana, Champaign. Okay. And they found that it's worse. It's worse. Well, that's not surprising to me. The, I mean, it is surprising to me. Really? Yeah, because not you, you, you'd think, check it out. In 2016, they got everything wrong. Okay. Then last year, when I was talking to Jack Dorsey, he said the same problem. Journalists on Twitter only follow, like leftists, liberal journalists only follow each other. Conservatives follow both. But it's getting better, he said. Well, Jack, you were wrong. Wait, hold this, on. So you believed Jack? I did. Okay. All right. I mean, look, look, I... I you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's not that, but what, what's the benefit of him lying about journalists getting things right or wrong? Uh, I don't know. He, he, maybe he just doesn't know. Anyway, here's the point. Here's the point. Multiple fires reported in downtown Portland parking garages. And here's my favorite bit. They say it's unclear what, if any, connections the fires had to, to, to each other or to protests that have taken place near in the, at the nearby Justice Center and federal courthouses for many nights. Uh-huh. Okay. You got riots going on downtown for 70 days. It's like, it's like 69 days was last night. Tonight's 70. And then fires are started in multiple buildings just near. It's right. insane to me. No connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but anyway. Come on. Here, here's, here's the ultimate point. <laughs> I'm bringing this up. Is that we've got these journalists in the Beltway yeah. in D.C., who are actually in smaller bubbles this time than they were last time. Which means all the news you're hearing 
when you like turn on CNN and Brian Stelter is like, it sounds like he's talking to the seven people who still believe him. <laughs> and you're like, huh. And you can't imagine why they're getting it wrong. I think, you know, I think people have, have broken out of this. The, one of the ways I've described it in the past is that you have this like whirlpool of fake news where all the journalists are talking to each other. And it's get, as you get closer to the center, it's spinning faster and faster because they're sharing the same recycled story and it's getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. And regular people are caught in that as well. But as it spins faster from more and more fake news, regular people get thrown out. You know, Hi, I'm one of them. Exactly. I was tossed so, out and I looked and I'm like, whoa, I'm never jumping in that whirlpool again. You know what the, you know what the Gravitron is? Yeah. That ride. Where you yeah. slide, where it slides up as no, you're it's, spinning. It's spinning and then you get stuck to the wall. Yeah, those are fun. And there have been, you know, instances where people have been ejected from them because it's whoa. spinning really fast. Because there's, <laughs> there's some that are, that are like closed and there are some that are open. Okay. And yeah, it spins so fast it breaks and then you could get launched out if it's spinning. Or actually, here's a better example. You ever see the video where the kids are on the, the, the what's, that, what's that thing called? It's the wheel. It's like at a playground. And then it goes, oh, uh, no, no, the no, no. merry-go-round. Oh, no, 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 the, the centripetal force one where yeah. it's, it's small. And you stand on the name you, of it. You push. What is I don't know what it's called it? either. But anyway. Sure. You don't see those anymore, they, man. That's, that's back from when we were kids. But, but there's a video. You can watch this. They put a mini bike wheel, lay it down. Okay. And then they got three guys holding on and they speed the bike up. And then one dude, he like gets thrown backwards and is like flailing and they get launched straight out. <laughs> okay. That's what's happening to people every day. Because the fake news is getting crazier and crazier. We're at a point now where we can see, we can literally see Jake Paul rioting. And people are like, I know who that guy is. Dude, he's rioting. And then you have all this violence going on. And then they come to you and they go, there are no riots. Antifa doesn't exist. Nobody riot. Peaceful There's protests. No there is no war in Bossing say. Mm-hmm. I love that meme. So how is it? That these people have become so inept, it's because they follow each other. So this study found that the biggest cluster of journalists are these DC politicos who are writing these stories for mainstream news about what Trump is doing, about who's going to win, mm-hmm. about the polls. And it turns out, it's like, here's the way I describe it. One journalist goes, m- m- you know, uh, journalist Adam, sir, you, you say Trump is going to lose. Interesting. I'm going to write. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you're hypothetically. Gonna, even, even in the hypothetical, I would say he'd win. No, no, no. The point is, <laughs> you've got two journalists. And okay. I go, I go. I think Trump is going to lose. And then I publish the story. Then you pick it up and go, whoa, Trump is going to lose. And then you write a story. Trump is going to lose. And then I go, whoa, you think Trump is going to lose? Wow, Trump is really going to lose. And then you're like, whoa, you think it's that bad? It must be worse than he realizes. Trump is and it's, done. it's an endless cycle where these people don't listen to anyone but themselves. Yep. And regular people are sitting here. And all of a sudden you see a video where there's fire. You, you hear a story. Fires erupted in multiple buildings in downtown Portland. We don't know if that's at all connected to the riots that were happening literally in the same spot. You know what it sounds like? A bunch of jerks in a circle. <laughs> that's right. They're in a circle. All patting each They're other on the back. spinning around and patting well, each other on the back. I mean, you can rearrange the words a little bit to get a little more accurate depiction of what I really would like to say. Yeah. <laughs> you, get the, <laughs> you get the idea. definitely jerks. <laughs> I've been watching this stuff, and, uh-huh. and, and there's something else that happened, too, that leads me to think I'm back on the track where I think Trump is going to win. There we go. You know why? I mean, I know why I think so, but why do you think so? I think first when I read that the that this study came out and maybe it's it's one study, right? Saying that the journalists are all following each other. Yeah. Worse than it was in 2016. They said their bubble has become micro bubbles. Where now they're just talking to smaller groups and I'm like, "Wow. Everything these people are saying must be just, you know, just out of it. Like they're just so out of touch and it's true." And so I wondered why it is. 
that you can have the New York Post reported this today. Mm-hmm. 25% of Brooklyn mail-in ballots disqualified. Wow, really? Yeah, no postmark. Okay, so we know there's massive voter disenfranchisement. And the Washington Post wrote on May, I think it was May 21st, uh, mail-in ballots are less likely to be counted, predominantly affecting first-time voters, youth voters, and minority voters. I'm like, okay, okay. So they reported these things. We also have Patterson, New Jersey. Then how is it that these Beltway reporters keep saying Trump said without evidence, voter fraud, voter inaccuracies, because they don't read the news? Yeah, they just listen to each other talk. They'll, they'll go like this. It'll be like, it'll be like, hey, Adam, did you hear anything about voter fraud? No, me neither. There's no voter fraud. Then you're like, hey, Tim, did you hear about voter fraud? I didn't. Not from you, at least. Okay, no voter fraud. Yeah. Could you imagine like two I've pe- been confirmed. No voter fraud. It's like, well, all right. I asked my friends. I mean, who's a better expert than you? You're a reporter in D.C. And you've, <laughs> if you think it's not happening, it must be true. Wow. <laughs> this is why I didn't understand. Uh, I don't want to laugh. <laughs> but you know what's crazy to me is how, how can a publication like the New York Times, or the Washington Post, literally put out an article that says the New York Times puts out an article. The article says six weeks on still no winner declared mail in voting disaster. And then you have Ben Smith write an article saying Trump falsely claims mail-in voter fraud is busted. And I'm like, you work at the New York Times. Look, I like Ben Smith. I think he does a a really great job. But you work at the New York Times. Is there no editor to be like, uh, Ben, actually, we have this story we just ran talking about voter problems from mail-in voting. Maybe you should remove the word falsely. Yeah. No, they don't. I'm not convinced they talk to each other at all. So I see these these videos, right? The hearing. So there's there's a bunch of other factors, right? You have that. Have you noticed that Joe Biden isn't campaigning? I, yeah, I mean he he just makes his random appearances, and and every time it's it's comedy gold. I gotta you know I gotta give him credit for where where credits due. He's a funny guy. He, now he's not trying to be funny. It's sad funny it, though. I know. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but he doesn't have to be doing this. Like I don't feel bad for him because he can stop. You can go home. You can retire, man. You're clearly old. Maybe you should retire because every time you open your mouth, he even says, man, maybe I should just stop talking. First of all, like, one of the what? stupidest things he could have said is, I, I get tested all the time. I get te- I get tested all the time. And you're like, you get tested for cognitive Wait, deficiencies all the time? <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. worrying. But then he says, I've never taken that test. Yeah, that, that's, that, like, that's what happened today. Wait, what? I've, I've never been tested. And then he goes, come on. Come on, man. How are you going to ask me that? Are you a junkie? Well, no. He's like, <laughs> that's like me saying that you've been doing cocaine before the show. What are you, a junkie? It's like, yeah. wow, that's that's a step further. And the funny thing is a bunch of leftists got really mad because they, they said it was racist because the oh. anchor who was talking to him was black okay. for him to come out and ask him about doing drugs and stuff. Wow. I, th- I think that's classic of the well, left. As, as long as he's voting for Biden, then he's he's safe, right? Isn't that? That's right. That According to Biden. Yep. <laughs> According to Biden. That's all you have to do. So anyway, I, 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 I see this as another reason why I think... Joe Biden can't win. He's not campaigning. You're right. There was a story from Politico that said Trump Trump's uh, campaign is knocking on a million doors per week. Wow. Biden's is knocking on zero. Now, maybe that number from Trump is not true, but you get you. I, I, I do think it's entirely possible. They didn't say they're talking to that many people. They're knocking on that many doors. Do you think he's just like playing cards in his basement with Hunter? They're just like playing blackjack. Like, ah, well, hit me. I think, I think, <laughs> I, here, here, I, I genuinely believe this, right? A lot of people have talked about how Joe Biden's cognitive decline has been accelerating. Yeah, it seems like it. Well, so when he was doing the debates and stuff early on, 
he was slurring more and more. He was gaffing more and more. And the media kept trying to, to, to defend him. One of the things the media does for Biden, which is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I just I just I love it. It warms my heart is they fix his sentences for him. Oh, that happened today. CNN posted, you know, a, a thing about it. And there was no he, he said, what did he say? He was like, Phil, people Phil Lebrun, will see Phil my Lebrun? my mental uh, my mental f- f- fortitude. It's like weird seeing that you don't have it right he was now like, he, he was <laughs> like i'll let i'll let the people decide about my physical foot physical fin- physical and mental fitness and then everybody was like yikes dude yikes here's what i think you're trying to prove to us that you're physically mentally fit you you're know not doing a good job biden you know why they're hiding oh. in the basement it's it's like he has less and less because he's time throughout the be, day he's probably going to be arrested soon no 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 it's that as his, as, his, as his cognitive decline worsens, mm-hmm. he has less time throughout the day that he can actually function properly. That's a good point. So they'll time, you know, his sleep schedule. Uh, no, but this is real. They, 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 people were talking about this during the debates about, what, what is it called, like sundowning? Yeah, sundowning is when in the evening people get really confused, disoriented. They get angry and aggressive and their symptoms can get way worse. A lot. So you have Joe Biden. And you got to do a lot of late night programs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Has mm-hmm. he been doing late night debates or they've been early morning? Well, he's ready to sit down with the pre- well, or, or stand yeah. with the president. <laughs> he said he had, that. <laughs> he had to because he knew that they would go after him for being frail for sitting down. Yeah. Here's what I think hap- is happening. I, another, again, this is all in line with why I think you know, Trump is on track to win mm-hmm. outside of the fact that the data is all wrong. Is that Joe Bi- or, or they're going to swap him out, which, which you so, know. That's what I've said. That's well, what I think. They, they actually said this. Uh, someone from the DNC said this to oh, really? um, Bill. What's his name? What, what, Bill from Bill Hammer. Bill Hammer. Yeah. Bill Hammer on Fox News. Yeah, and it was like a big. When was this? Months ago. Oh wow! And it was a, it was a flub, and a lot of people were like, "Did they actually just say that?" What she said was, "We need to have the DNC because we are not officially nominating Joe Biden to defeat Donald Trump." And then people were like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait hold on. Are you saying?" You are not nominating nominating him just to beat Trump, or are you saying you're not nominating him to go up against Trump? Oh man! Yep. And people have been saying Cuomo over and over again. So I'm Cuomo was like, no, I'm not going to do it. But they they seem desperate. He's got a lot of blood on his hands. Oh yeah, dude. But listen, here's what I think. I think Joe Biden's probably sleeping 20 hours a day. Wow. I'm not kidding. He's probably and, and then he probably wakes up in the morning, and he's got only a few hours of lucidity. Pop a couple uppers. I'm not trying to be mean. And I'm I'm being serious. When, I wasn't trying to be funny either. Yeah, I was actually being serious also. Because yeah. even like we talked about this before when he did this commercial that was on YouTube, people were mentioning like, "Oh, I got a Joe Biden commercial on your video," and he gaffs in it. And it's like, how does that happen? It's because he did 20 takes and he could not do it. And so they're like, "This is the best one we have. Just just use it." So I'll tell you what, man, you've got videos coming out where Antifa is literally slashing people's tires. Yep. I'm telling you, man, they, they, these, these leftists don't want to believe it when I say people I know who have been lifelong Democrats are telling me they're voting for Trump. They hate the Republicans, but the Republicans have to win. And I'm like, yikes, I, I don't care if they're Republicans, you know, but when, when it's come to this point, you have your choice between someone you don't like who still represents America and whatever that other disastrous mess is. Yeah, it's a mess. So so again, about Joe Biden, I think he probably wakes up, you know, early in the morning. And they're like, okay, we got a couple hours before he starts going out of his mind. You know, what, what shows can we get on? Get him on. Yeah. And then they got to adjust his sleep schedule, so he's probably sitting in his wheelchair with a blanket on the lap in the sun, just you know, snoring. And they're like, 
we have to wake him up. We, we have only two hours to do all of these hits before he starts going out of it again. Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. That's sad. I mean it. I mean it. You well, know, that's why seriously. I, that's why I think they're going to swap him out. They're, they're, they're not even ho- holding the DNC at all, the convention. Well, well virtually. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So no one can riot. Yeah, when they switch him out, they were I'm dead for serious. Sure. That's that's the plan. They're like, you know what? He, his cognitive decline. We all know he's he's clearly losing it. So we're going to swap him out as like some good faith thing. And it's like, yeah, but that's the plan all along. It's so obvious to me. Maybe I or, think so. But but listen, they're not campaigning because he's not going to be even the one for the running. Democrats though. Yeah, but they can't because they don't have a front runner. That's, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yep. Who, what, how, are they, how would they campaign Dude. if they know Biden's going to be out of there? How insane is it that we're in August and there's no VP? Exactly. I, so I, I looked it up. I'm like, wow. Like, you know, in 2016, it was July at the DNC when they announced Tim Kaine with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And now we're into August and we're going to have to wait till the end of the month. So it's like, now, now I get it. COVID delayed everything. So maybe it's not that big of a deal relative to what this means. Mm-hmm. But... They're not campaigning, man. You know, their, their message is muddled and mixed. Yeah. Joe Biden was hard on China, soft on China, hard on China again. They don't know where they're going with it. Now, now there's all these articles popping up saying Joe Biden shouldn't debate. Then you get CNN coming out saying only the right wing media is talking about Joe Biden not debating. And it's like the, the New, York, New York Times published, published <laughs> the Washington Post. Like CNN, man, these people are really, really dumb and really, really bad at their jobs and also lying. To manipulate people. Yep. But that was impressive when when Brian Stelter for uh, CNN said it's a right wing media tempest to claim Joe Biden won't debate and there's no point in talking about it. And I'm like, I'm just talking about what you guys publish. I think even CNN published the story, too, which is crazy. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about with these journalists having no idea what's going on in the world. Well, it's even worse, too, because uh, Hillary's campaign manager. I don't remember his name. Podesta. No, no, not, it wasn't Podesta. Who was her campaign manager? Um. Was it Podesta? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. actually, I think it was, but it's it's someone who's working with Biden now announced that uh, like a week ago, we can't get Biden to go up against Trump. Number one, Trump isn't a legitimate ca- candidate for a yeah. debate with Biden. It's like that they believe that that's that's an issue. They never accepted his presidency, and it's very clear, right? That that that's the case. It's messed up. What they're really saying is they've given a bunch of reasons. Trump's not going to debate fair. He'll lie. Therefore, don't debate. And my response is like. People people like debates all the time. That's what moderators are for. Right. The moderators jump in and say, actually, and they do it to Trump all the time. Yeah. It's a fake reason. Right. The real reason is that Joe Biden can't stand up. He's he's sundowning. He, he If he stays up too late, he loses it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to talk straight. And they he's, probably he, can't get a hold of the questions like last time. <coughs> no, they probably could. Right. <laughs> no, but the, I mean, but that's why Hillary was so prepared. And he, he didn't. It didn't matter. He still won. You want to know something funny? What? Did you know that... A lot of people claimed the reason Trump won is because of sexism. Regular people saw Hillary and just had a negative reaction to the fact that she's a woman in a tough position, in a power position of power, right? Okay. So these performers put on a mock debate where they inverted the genders. Oh, right. And they did a verbatim transcript where they had a man play Hillary and say everything and act the way Hillary did, uh-huh. and a woman played Trump. Okay. Afterwards, they polled the audience and asked them what they thought, and guess what they thought? The woman won. The woman won. The woman who played Trump huh. saying the same things. And it's very, very simple. Hmm. So I'm telling you, there's another reason I think Trump is going to win. And I could be wrong. It's, ob- you know, I'm just saying, I'm looking at all these things and there are things that change in the news where I'm like, hmm, Trump, w- Trump was in a bad track for a while, but the riots got out of hand 
and Trump started, dramat- started to dramatically improve. And the Democrats' only option was to lie. So what happens now when all these regular Americans are like, uh, I, I watched a video of them attacking some like old lady. And the Democrats said, no, 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 never happened. You're wrong. And they're going to be like, whoa, you're lying to me, dude. I watched the video. Yeah, I saw the video myself. Exactly. So I, I look at this, but I also, you know, in reference to that, that debate where they switched the genders, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that Jonathan Swan interview with Trump. Mm. And it was, it was the epitome of what is wrong with these reporters. Right. Yeah, I swear, if you guys haven't seen this. It's cringy. It's, it's, so the left is cheering on this reporter who got Trump. They owned Trump. Yeah. And I really think when you, when you consider the fact these journalists are isolated on Twitter in these small bubbles, the people who are cheering for them are also on Twitter. Yeah. They're progressive, elitists, racists. They admit they're racist and their whole white fragility thing. They're like, yes, we know. And they love the idea of the snooty ivory tower elite smacking down Trump and acting like a jerk. Yep. And I'm from the gutter and I can't stand it. I, I do not like people who think they're better than everybody else and talk like it. Yep. Like, who do you think you are? And Trump doesn't do that. You're right. He doesn't. And that's, that's been a big thing about Republicans for a while, that people will say things like they talk like regular people. So I watch this thing about this journalist and I'm just like, oh, man, I'll tell you what. These are I can't stand these people. And we, we've had a populist surge. And I think the Internet has allowed for this. But then I, I think back to that debate with with, you know, female Trump and male Hillary. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Hillary was going, <laughs> no, you're wrong. Mm. And the guy was doing that, too. And people were like, oh, stop. That's so off-putting. Yeah, it is. And the woman, as Trump was going, listen, listen, no. The trade agreements that your husband put in hurt this country. No, no, you can't say that. And people liked that this person sounded like a regular person, was pushing back. It didn't matter if they were a man or a woman. And those trade agreements, now that I've learned about them, were terrible oh, yeah. for this country. Definitely. Wow. Seriously, we were losing our power. We were giving our power away, giving our dollars away. Nothing was staying in this country. Yep. The, the, and that's why Bernie Sanders said it was a right wing, a far, a far right idea to have open borders. The goal was to bring in people who could not legally work here. So you know what, they, you know what these factories would do? What? They would advertise in Mexico. Come, we'll give you a job. Don't worry about it. The people would come up, get a job, and they would promise you. At the end of the month, we're going to pay you $2,000. Mm-hmm. And they would go, wow. And then just before payday, they would call up INS immig- before ICE and then eventually ICE. And then the Immigration Customs would come and arrest them all and deport them all back. These companies were hiring, were fake hiring people to get them to do labor for them without it's having to pay up. them. Yeah, dude. That's what the wall's about. Actually, the wall's about multiple things. It's keeping those those people out so that minorities and, and you know, lower income Americans can have those jobs and actually start working towards building their lives up. Secondary, the wall is ending human, human trafficking. Yeah, and, and drug trafficking. And, and drug trafficking. But m- more importantly, human trafficking, because it's huge, man. You know what the crazy thing to me about the wall was? What? When they were like, uh, the wall is so dumb because people just fly to this country. And it's like... Yeah, legally. Right, well, pe- they'll overstay their visas, right? Okay. And I'm like, okay, so if 40% of you know illegal immigration is overstaying their visas, you're arguing that a large portion of it can be stopped by a wall? And then they go, well, they'll learn to get around the wall anyway. And I'm like, so you're saying it will act as a deterrent? Like, I don't, I don't understand what your point is. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely don't understand. Yeah. Like, literally, a wall will stop someone from moving from one point to another point. And animals can move through the wall that they built, which is kind of cool. Oh, small animals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. But the, uh, yeah, I think, the, did you see what happened when 
they when immigration raided those chicken factories? No, what happened? So they deport, I think, 700 people. And guess wow. who came to take the jobs? Regular Americans. Americans. And they interviewed yep. people and they asked them, why would you, you know, come and take this job? And they said, what do you mean? It pays better than McDonald's. Like it paid like 14 bucks an hour. It's not, not bad. And so surprise, surprise, you know, un, uh, unemployment was going down. The, the joblessness was, was down. And that led that that demand for labor mm-hmm. was getting intense. And we actually we actually had politicians saying we need immigrants now because we're running out of workers. But that's not necessarily a bad thing to run out of workers. It increases the demand for labor, yeah. which forces wages up. Good and point. all these companies start competing for what little labor is left. Yeah. And that that's what improves the it, it, that reduces income disparity. Yep. There's another crazy thing about the economy under Trump is that a lot of these goals from socialists like a four day work week, parental leave, healthcare, were being achieved just because the economy was doing well. Yep. And I remember reading this and I was like, wow, the left wanted to implement it through a policy mandate. But because the economy was so good, these things naturally emerged. Then, of course, they go after Trump. They hate him. And it's because they were extracting value. Mm-hmm. Send a factory overseas. That money goes overseas. The people who own the company get all the profits, and the Americans are giving their money to, to people in a different country. And they get to use slave labor to make all this, you know, exactly. make profit because they're paying these people dirt. No health care, no unions. Nothing. No environmental control. Nothing. So it's like they're getting all the benefits of getting cheap labor, cheap products to sell to Americans to take the money and bring it out of the country. So it was like uh, Dylan Radigan said when he was on MSNBC, this country is being extracted. And he mentioned partly through trade, among other things. He's very critical of the Republicans that they want to burn it all to the ground and Democrats want to kick the can down the road. Yep. But the country was being extracted. I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what he meant by that. It was, you know, seven or eight years ago. I think longer than actually, maybe like, you know, nine years ago. But a lot of people, you know, they heard that. And I wonder if this was all part of the precursor to, you know, how Trump came to be. Well, Trump was talking about it too back then. He was, absolutely He's was. He's been talking about it for years. So here, here's, here's what I see. And like the, the whole point of this about I think he's going to win is that I read this story about journalists being worse than they were in 2015. Yep. And that was like the, 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 the last spike in the coffin. And I was like, okay, I know it's one story, so we'll, keep it, we'll take it with a grain of salt. But that says to me a lot of what I needed to hear. The journalists, I thought they improved their, their, uh, their tactics, their, their, their methodologies. They didn't. They did not. In fact, it is worse today. So when you see these stories that say things like Trump admits that he's losing, Somebody tweeted this. They were like, if you're one of these people that's sharing a tweet saying Trump is losing, congratulations, you're the mark. You're the rube. Yep. These, these stories invariably come out. These articles come out and say Trump admits that he's losing. Trump knows he's losing. Trump is in a panic. Republicans are freaking out. And they were like, you're the one who's being tricked. Yep. And you know what's interesting is that I've had a ton of stories talking about Democrats freaking out. And I actually reflected several times like, how is it that I keep running into these stories from these outlets saying the Democrats are freaking out? But it, it, it is. You look at Joe Biden today and his constant gaffes, and even liberal politicos are complaining about Joe Biden and freaking out. Yep. There are definitely concerns on the, on the Republican side about Trump and stuff like this, but it's not nearly as pronounced. Then you see, you see what's going on with Antifa and their desperation, their lies. And yep. I'm like, man, these people, I could be wrong. I could be biased. But I'll tell you one thing. Well, I agree with you there. I follow a bunch of different news organizations, left, right. I use bias fact-checking, you know, uh, third party. I, I go to like allsides.com and I'll read like what's the bias here. And now I've mostly know the biases of a lot of these outlets. Yeah. And I got to tell you, man, I think Republicans acknowledge their faults, not perfectly. 
and they're willing to, to take a balanced view of things, Democrats are not. The best Absolutely e- true. The best example is Ted Cruz saying straight up in that hearing, he's like, he named a bunch of far right groups like the Klan mm-hmm. and said, we unequivocally will denounce them. Maisie Hirono, will you denounce Antifa? And she was like, you don't listen to me, do you? And then stormed off. Yeah. So it's like, if the Republicans can name right wing groups and left wing groups, if the Republicans can primary and oust Steve King because he said naughty words, they clearly are paying attention to what Americans care about. And the Democrats are not. Yep. So I see that. And I'm like, maybe there are a lot of people who aren't paying attention. Or maybe the media is wrong. And then you see the story. Check it out. It's from, uh, uh, you know, Illinois Urbana or whatever. Yeah. They're wrong. Yep. They're just following each other. So I'll tell you what else. Let's well, well, before we move on, I also want to talk about the, the Cato Institute, what they were talking about, because the Cato Institute, if you didn't if you didn't uh, pay attention or, or, you know, were you with us on that episode that we talked about this? Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, I think. And it basically said that most Americans, I think 62 percent were afraid to even talk about their political leanings because their it would, po- their, it would their offend opinions. someone their political opinions they were afraid it would offend over 62 percent, and th- and that's everyone that's not just the people on the right the people in the middle there was also some some like liberal like soft liberals what was that? i don't remember what the term was it was liberal and strong liberal well okay so strong liberals they were okay with talking the about it only group. they were the only group willing to talk about what they were what the, who they were going to vote for and their political stuff and it's like hmm so proof the silent majority exists because we're out there they're, we, they're listen, out there man we, we could very well just be patting each other on the back being like haha we're gonna win they're so wrong and maybe they're doing better than we realize so you got to keep that in mind make sure you do everything in your power to vote and uh i've heard people say they're willing to walk over broken glass to go and vote for trump yeah you don't hear that for biden because biden does there's not there's not even biden signs anywhere i'm C- looking forward to, i'm looking this, forward to, to stamping for for trump this is Definitely. another this is another big factor i'm like there's no Biden signs. None. No, I, I did see one. Someone actually tagged me in, in an, a legitimate one. Yeah, it was like an, it was like an old, a graphic of like an old flag or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's like says Joe or something. I don't know. It's whatever. I don't see signs for Biden anywhere. I haven't physically seen one myself, but I've seen plenty of Trump Trump flags. I've seen Gadsden flags. We we had those people in Seattle come out with rifles and block these far leftists. Yeah, that's right. And. I think people know what's up. Mm-hmm. I think they're like, nah, they're lying. None of this. We've had enough of this childish LARPing that we're seeing because that's what it is. It's all these children that are privileged that think that they can go and do whatever they want. I mean, that that one girl, what was it in New York that she screamed at the cop or effing what? Yeah. He was like, get and then, back. And she goes, who are you to tell me to get back? Right. And he goes, get back. And she goes, or oh, effing what? And jumps in his face. Right. And the supervisor goes, all right, she's coming. And he yep. grabs her. <laughs> and then she's like, guys, guys. Uh, they pull her Are in. you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. What? Uh, Pe- oh. People, people like Law & Order. Yes, they do. I do. Now, this could, this could all be biased. But here, here's the thing, you know, for me, I don't only follow conservative channels. I follow all the mainstream news. And I am seeing over and over again, mail-in voting isn't working. So when, when the New York Times tells me it's not working, I'm like, okay. Then when their Politico comes out or their pundit from New York comes out and says, Trump said without evidence, I'm like, no, 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 no. You must be in a different office where you don't actually read the news because your own colleagues at other offices are saying straight up, it's falling apart. So, so what's going on with this? These people don't, know, don't have any idea what they're talking about. Yeah. But I've heard from some Trump supporters, man. They're not confident. 
So it's, it's all about it being a close race. Some people have said, you know, some high profile Trump supporters are acting pessimistic to make sure Trump supporters go out and are, and are desperate. Like you have to go out because the fear is that if everyone really believes Trump is going to win, it's a, it's a guarantee. Then people will be like, ah, I don't need to vote. He's going to win. I think he's going to win and I can't wait to vote. And that's that, the thing. And that's the mentality of every single Trump voter that I know. Every single one is like, we're going to win you know and why? we're voting. We can't wait. I can't wait to go vote. You know what it is? What? When you go into that voting booth and you press the button, pull a lever, check the box, tap the screen. Yeah. That, that simple action is a, um, the American. largest collective F you. <laughs> to every single lie from the media, yep. to every single for, for every single time the Democrats told you Antifa didn't exist, they were a myth, the violent is, violence isn't real. When you in your area experienced it, when your shop was shut down by these governors, when your gym owner, your favorite gym had their owners arrested, pressing that button is sending that big F you. Michael Moore said it. Yep. And you know what's funny? Michael Moore gave this, this great speech, and boy was he wrong in the end, but he was right in the beginning, where he said, that, you know, come November, what was it, November 9th, people are going to go in the voting booth and they are going to send the largest collective FU to the establishment ever recorded in history and they'll enjoy it. Maybe, maybe, for uh, maybe for the time, because I, I have a feeling that this, like you, you said, Democrats only have, have, uh, what did they say? Every single, they've, they've gone against every single election that wasn't a landslide and it right. was only two times, yeah. right? Two landslides. Since Trump 2020 landslide. It's going to happen, Moore man. Said, it's going to happen. Michael Moore said they'll send the collective FU and they'll be happy for a week, maybe a month. And then like the people of the UK, they'll realize. And then he goes off talking about how bad it is and how they'll regret it. Yeah. Here's, until the economy no, no. shot up. And, no, no, no. This is important. OK, go ahead. He said the people in the UK regretted voting Brexit, except on December 13th, 2019, after Brexit wasn't getting done for three years. They sent another collective FU. And there were areas of the country in the UK that hadn't voted conservative in 90 plus years. Right. Turned red. And it was a political bloodbath. So Michael Moore was wrong. He thought he was correct when he said they'd go in there and send the FU to the establishment. But if we follow the same path as the UK, mm-hmm. then we should see a landslide. The polls were wrong about Brexit. The polls were wrong about the conservative victory. And they, they were way off. They, they did lean towards a conservative, you know, winning, but they thought the conservatives in the UK wouldn't get enough to actually have a majority and they would be stopped by a coalition party. That's how parliament works. And they were wrong. It was an over, it was a crushing defeat, sending shockwaves through Europe even. And then Brexit happened. Boom. A month later, yep. Brexit is done. It's going to be a transitional period. If we follow suit, the polls are wrong. The politicos are wrong. And we might see another one of these epic landslides. Red wave. More than that, like a 49-state landslide. Yeah. So here, here's my theory, which I mentioned the other day. When times are good, people don't get active. They, the silent majority hangs out and says, I don't care about politics. Like, yeah. that, like that comic where the guy's in the guillotine, he says, I don't really care for politics. But what happens when you have four years of absolute psychosis, and then the last year, 2020, is the worst it's ever been? And it's not Trump's fault. Trump gave you the best economy of your lives. Yep. But all of a sudden now... They, they look, it's one thing if Russiagate was true, then people would be like, wow, Trump did wrong. Instead, the Democrats were wrong. Yeah. Were turn, wrong. Not only were they wrong, they're the ones who caused it. They're the ones who started it illegally. Yeah. Trying to basically a, a coup on, on a sitting president. They were wrong. 
And so everybody said, all that for what? They were wrong about Jesse Smollett. They were wrong about Covington. They were wrong about Ukraine gate. Impeachment failed. Yep. And at this point, I don't, there's probably some people who blame Trump, but I imagine there's a lot of people saying the Democrats need to stop. Yeah. Just stop. Well, now they're trying to blame COVID on Trump. It's like, how? He, he's locked down and you, the Democrats ridiculed him for locking down when he did. He yeah. tried to, to help mandate everything. And they're like, you can't tell us what to do. Yep. We're going to go walk around in Chinatown. Pelosi, walk around in Chinatown. Everything's great, everybody. Like, no, and I can't believe Trump is going to lock everything down. Now she's calling it the Trump virus. Get out of here, Pelosi. Look, I can't you, wait for you to be voted out. You factor this in with the fact that there were mass riots. Jake, Jake Paul getting, uh, getting yeah. raided, you know, famous YouTuber getting raided for this. Mm -hmm. And then you see the governors of your state marching with these people. What do you think a regular person is going to be thinking when they're listen? Listen, man, I've heard stories about what's going on for people who've lost their jobs, and and, and it's terrifying. It terrifies me. I mean, scares me. Some of these stories break my heart. I was reading a story about one guy who you know lived with his girlfriend, and they lost their jobs because they worked in the service industry. Their savings dried up, and now they're just throwing away all their furniture because they they have nowhere to go and they have to move. They they can't afford moving companies, and they're getting out of the cities. And I'm like, that's a nightmare for a lot of people. Some of them probably blame Trump. But the ones who've been paying attention are, are, look, people don't understand at the national level, these politicos, this is what I'm talking about. They have no idea what they're talking about. Because they live in D.C., they assume that the federal government is literally everything. Yep. But they don't understand. When I, when I watch cable TV here in South Jersey, I get commercials for local news. Local news is what comes on after watching certain shows. And the local news talks about the governor of Pennsylvania and New Jersey, not Donald Trump. And I'm not hearing from local outlets and local papers and people I live next to who are saying, man, did you see what Donald Trump did? No, they're saying, do you see what Murphy did? Yeah. They're Cuomo. talking about the Democrats. So these I, I imagine you're like these politicos in D.C. don't understand that at a local level, people actually pay attention to who their council people are, who they're I mean, look, in Seattle, they're calling into the council meetings, complaining about the radical experiment yeah. of defunding the police. They're not calling Trump. They're not blaming Trump for that. This is what I think these D.C. people don't get. They all follow each other. They see the news about the federal government, SCOTUS, Congress, and Trump, and they think that's all anyone cares about. Yeah, because those the, the, all the mainstream media have all the connections to the money. You know, the establishment. The, I, I, they all are, are connected in their own little bubble. And right. they're like, tell all the news to, to push out this narrative because we need the people to believe this. And then they're doing that, and the people are like, sorry we don't listen to that anymore we we realize that that's bs so we're not we're not going to fall prey to that so well i think people it's are waking up i think it's less nefarious than that the the study that, that i was talking before found that in cable tv okay. fox msnbc and cnn mm -hmm. all these producers they still talk to each other on twitter so they share the same guests and even though they claim like fox news is fake news but msc's the msnbc is better and then they and then other people are like no msnbc is fox news at the at the professional level these people are all talking to each other so it's not uh, malicious, it's ignorance. It's, it's, they're in bubbles. Yeah. They are in isolated bubbles. Man, it's really crazy. Look, when I started Twitter, I curated some activists, some conservative outlets, and some mainstream outlets, and some leftist outlets. These people, when they get on Twitter, is they immediately follow their friends. Yep. So the only things they see on Twitter, what they think is real life, are the things their friends are talking about. 
Good point. Then because all their friends are complaining about Trump, they don't realize regular people in Pennsylvania. Dude, I was I was in PA and I was talking. I can't remember who I was talking to, but they did not care about Trump. They were talking about I don't know who the governor of PA is. Who's the governor of PA? Is it Wolf? Wolf, I think. Yeah, they were like, can you believe what this guy's doing? And I was like, what's he doing? And they were like, oh, dude, it's been a disaster. He's, yeah. he's out yeah. marching with these people. Yeah. Right. And I was like, interesting. What do you think about Trump? And they're like, oh, what's Trump doing? He's mm. not like I live in PA, you know? Right. People don't get it, man. Yeah, it's interesting. Some of my uh, some of my former Facebook friends that were reaming me out for saying I'm going to vote for Trump went ahead and, and also complained about Gavin Newsom a lot. Like they were ripping him apart. And I'm like, how are you like, do you realize what Trump's doing is trying to help you? And Gavin Newsom is trying to sell out your state. But it's, it's not even about that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm saying you can absolutely hate Trump. Yeah. But do you think they're going to vote for Gavin Newsom again? No, definitely exactly. not. Exactly. Absolutely now, not. Now, I still think they'll vote Democrat. They'll just primary him from, from someone further left, and yeah, the downward spiral continues. Right. But this is the point I'm making, that ev- the people who, even the people who hate Trump, there's going to be a reaction against the local level Democrats. Wow. Like Gavin Newsom. So it's that, that's why I think what we might see is akin to the UK, not because Trump is going to, you know, you know, landslide everything, but because we're going to see something really interesting shift. So we, we recently learned that progressives, a, a couple progressives just beat uh, in, in their primaries. They beat the incumbent Democrats. Yeah. And that is a part of it. I saw that. They're it's getting they're, 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 they're angry about what the Democrats are doing mm-hmm. and they're voting for change. But the only direction they know to go is the left because, you know, the right is evil, I suppose. I do think, however, the suburbs are not going to view it that way. And they're going to be like Trump. So Trump will probably landslide. We'll see, though, man. You know, cheating is a factor. Mail-in vote failure is a factor. 25% of the ballot in Brooklyn being disqualified is a factor. So who knows what's going to happen? I genuinely believed that Trump would not win in 2016, not because he didn't have the support, but because they wouldn't let him win either through, you know, dirty games or hard manipulation of the vote. Yeah. Like we, we, I've known about vote hack, vote, vote box uh, hacking for a long time. Some some like teenager at a hacking convention hacked a voting box, a digital voting, you know, voting booth. Yeah, I remember in, that. in like a couple hours or something. Right. So it's like, dude, I'm not confident at all. And then it turns out they actually did cheat. They colluded with other establishment organizations like CNN giving the questions to Hillary. So they could try and stop Bernie Sanders and try and stop Trump, but they weren't enough. Yeah. Too many people were addicted to Trump. Well, now they made ballot harvesting legal in California, I think. And in, in Nevada, they're trying it also. Like, we'll see. We'll see what? how that plays out. Yeah. The media, they, they definitely have allies in media who will try and stop anyone having these conversations. But yeah. Yeah. Look, in 2018, I was thinking about this. I'm like, I said that I thought the Republicans were going to sweep. Yeah. And then... Early on, the initial reporting was that Republicans, for the most part, did. But then they started saying, oh, oh, found some ballots. Ooh, oh, oh, found some more ballots. Oh, here's some. Here's some. I found them in Biden's basement. They started finding ballots all <laughs> over the place. And then all of a sudden, all these Democrats ended up winning. And then there was the blue wave. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. Sketchy. Early on, I was very much just like, well, wow. You know, the mail-in ballots said, didn't expect that. Should have waited. Now we're at this point where we're seeing all these votes get disqualified. And I'm like... Could it be that you have corrupt people? Not, I'm not talking about some like grand conspiracy where Hillary's got puppet strings. I'm talking about you get one dude who's got Trump derangement syndrome and he looks at a ballot and he can see it's Republican and he goes, this, this, this one's, uh, I, don't, I don't think the signature is right. They throw it in the garbage. 
Or what happens if one post, you know, post office worker sees a big box and it's from a Republican, heavy Republican district. Yeah. And he just looks around and he kicks it under a desk. Hey, you know, what's really funny. What? So I saw a stat. I didn't have a chance to check it, but I read something like 76% of postal workers are actually Republicans. So if you don't want the, you know, the election to be rigged in favor of the Republicans, you should probably just not do mail-in voting. I just think ultimately we, we are not prepared for mail-in voting. Well, we're not. Well, and it's going to be. I a, mean, if the masks work and we could go shopping at Walmart, why can't we go stamp a freaking thing? Yeah, like, go right. It doesn't make any sense. Voting is more essential than anything else in this country. Uh, yep. 100% agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe if you're like bleeding to death, we can rush you to the hospital and got to wear a mask. <laughs> well, we I understand. mean, if we if we got certain members of our government that are selling out our country, it's awfully important to me. Yeah. And that's what that's what it seems like what's happening. This is the big question, man. How big is the silent majority? How active are they? Yep. And are they going to crawl over broken glass to make sure Trump wins? Because every every obstacle is being thrown in everyone's path. It's just make it's emboldening everyone. Everyone's going, bring it on, Democrats. We don't care. At least that's me. I, you know I, I like great? to only speak for myself, you know, because but I do see I see it out there. But I know I'm going to go out there and I will walk over glass to vote. Absolutely. Somebody, somebody I know posted a meme from the Biden campaign about all of the bad things Trump has done and like all the problems. A meme. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> of course. So uh, I, I went through wonderful. it. I went through it point by point. Yeah. Breaking everything down and basically fact checking all of these nonsensical claims. Of course. First of all, they said, you know, the covid deaths. And I was like, well, 10th Amendment, right? Trump doesn't have the authority to go to the states and dictate what they can do or can't do during a pandemic. So can you really blame him, especially with Cuomo? Right, and, I, and he tried to help also. Right. I posted the link to Andrew Cuomo from ProPublica saying he was responsible for 6,500 deaths yep. by putting sick people. Then there was one about unemployment, and I'm like, Trump didn't make COVID happen. The right. Democrats are the ones who locked down their states and shut the economy down. Yep. Trump was opposed to that and said, open things back up. Yeah. So you can't blame him for this. And I go through this, and I'm like, I respond to each and every point, and the response I get was a nonsensical meme. Just another meme reaction face. Just like a, a some sort of anti-MAGA. No, 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 no. That's it, what it, I it see a, a lot. It's a general reaction meme. Oh, okay. Just of like a, hmm, you know. And I'm like, I just broke all this down for you. All these lies from Biden's campaign about what's going on. Yep. The only There was only one thing on the list that I was like, yep. And it was the uh, the inflation of the national debt. And okay. I was like, yep. Trump was, was said he was going to knock it down. It was going yeah. to go down. Failed. And it's certainly gone way, Dude. way up. Yeah. That makes me so mad. The, the, national, the budget, yeah. yeah. Well, now things are getting scary when it comes to the economics, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, but at the same time, he's going after big tech companies with that are, have this multinational, not paying taxes, kind of, you know, work in the system to get out of the way. And he's, he's going after those people. Maybe that will help bring our deficit down quite a bit. We need, in my opinion, we need manufacturing back. Absolutely. 100%. We need to help the people here get jobs yeah. because that the competition in labor market will allow people to get better wages. We want the pressure to be on the business owners, not on the job seekers. Yeah. The job seekers should be excited that there's always a new job around the corner yep. and they can and these businesses are fighting to get the best talent. Well, you know what you know what there's going to be a good future in? A couple things, glass. Cuz all these glass of every company has been <laughs> I mean, it's funny but it, and it's sad, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. Hold on, hold on. Can you explain why? Well, the rioters have been breaking <laughs> glass everywhere. I mean, everyone knows this. Yeah. Now, now, concrete, 
I, no joke, concrete, you know, and, and learning maybe like what's going to be the advances of concrete. Our, our infrastructure is, is needs a rehaul. Yep. Our dams, there's over 3,000 dams that, that provide energy for our country. Like we talk, you, you know about Three Gorges Dam right now and, and what's going on there. They built that and finished it in 2008. And it's, it's already about, it could be crumbling like right wow. now. Right. So it's only 12 years old. Right. And, and the dams in our country have, have been around, average is about 50 years old. Okay. And with a shelf life of 57 years. So in the next seven years, a lot of our, our energy uh, structures, the dams are going to need to be rehabbed. Yep. So there's going to be a boost. You, you know, we're going to have to take care of that or else our energy is going to go away. So concrete, you know, learning how to construction, trade, electricity, heating and air conditioning. If you talk about, uh, you know, global warming, what's up, Boku? And, uh, you know, we're going to need all the trade is a huge thing. I'm just, you know, I'm just giving a little tips for people who are looking for what, what to work for. And it's like, yeah. that's, those are all things that are going to be needed soon. I'm, I'm going to cite Jim Cramer on this. And I want to show, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, a little bit of economics. Okay. Jim Cramer said, the best numbers of our lives in reference to the, uh, the stock market, unemployment, all of these things under Trump before COVID, you know, just broke everything down. And the Democrats locked down all of these, you know, basically locked everything down. And they're arresting people who dare try to run their business. There's one, there's a couple things that say to me, it's not at all about COVID. Hmm. There was a woman who was live streaming on Facebook products in her store and saying, I'm going to show you, tell me what you, you know, what you want, and then I can mail it to you. The police were sent in to shut her down. What? I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Why? This was a while ago. No idea. She said, we're clo- they, were, they were like, ma'am, you have, to, you have to close. And she goes, we are closed. Can't you see the sign? And they're like, yeah, but you're, you're doing you know, stream to sell stuff. And she's like, yes, I'm in my building with the door closed. People, what, what? And they were like, nope, you have to stop. Man. So, yep. so that makes me think of that tweet that AOC tweeted that everyone keep Larry, uh, Larry David just, or not Larry David. <laughs> Larry David. Close enough. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, man, what is his name? Uh, who, who did uh, Uncle Tom the movie? I, I'm spacing right oh, now. Oh, shoot. Larry Elder. Thank you. Yeah. So Larry Elder just tweeted this and people are hitting me up like, whoa, is this real? And it's that AOC tweet that's saying, yeah. look, we just got to keep the economy down because it'll if, we, if it rebounds, it'll help Trump get reelected. And it's just like, I think it's fake. It's fake. I know. I know. Yeah. Right. There's no proof that it's a real thing. But but. But man, does it make sense that that's? I mean, what you what you're just saying? It's Take like, a look at the source. Why, like, why are they trying to do this? Take a look what, at the source. It's clear that they want to keep the economy down because that's what Trump is known for. He built an amazing economy. Like, we are churning dude. money. Everyone was making money. Yeah. News 12, New Jersey. Police interrupt business owner as she was selling items on Facebook Live. Wow. A small business owner who had to close her non-essential business says that she has had several run-ins with police while she tried to make some money. The latest incident came. While Catherine Hermes was conducting a shop from home style Facebook live from her country home, uh, country home store in downtown Bernardsville, Hermes and a friend were inside the store, both not wearing masks, showing off the products to viewers who can purchase them online. Police showed up around 9 p.m. on Tuesday. Police told Hermes that it had to be closed after 8 p.m. and that she and her friend needed to have masks on. Hermes defied the executive order, forcing her to close when she opened her store to customers last Saturday. She did physically open her store. Uh, at, at, at one point. But this was her doing a live stream. Could you imagine if right now the cops shut up and said, yo, business is shut down. What do you think you're doing talking on the internet? 
I think the internet would would riot. Did anybody riot for her? I didn't know about it till right I, now. I, I covered it when it happened. I talked about it, and I said, "Well, this, to be fair, I don't watch all of your your segments." No, I know, I know. But listen, <laughs> this is not about this is not about COVID. No, it's definitely not. A little old lady. Okay, I'm exaggerating. You know, a woman running her business. Yeah, I think she's like a boomer or middle aged, and she's live streaming products, and they show up and say, "Shut it down. You can't do this." Wow, what? Crazy. How is she spreading COVID by selling stuff on the internet? I know. I right? order stuff from Amazon all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? Amazon mm-hmm. is being bolstered. Their stock is going way up because they're the only thing left. And now I'm going to show you what's going on. So here, here's, here's my ultimate point before, as we get into this. Yeah. Jim Cramer, best numbers of our lives. Out of Joe Biden and Donald Trump, who do you think is going to help fix the economy? I have literally no reason to believe Joe Biden can do anything to help the economy. And all of the things I don't like about Trump are irrelevant when it comes to who knows how to make money. Sorry, it's going to be it's 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 not going to be Joe Biden. No. no, which brings me now to the more serious stuff I've been seeing lately. Check this out. Bitcoin price rises above three percent rises. I'm sorry, rises three percent as gold trades above two thousand dollars for the first time. I have no idea what it means that gold is above two thousand for the first time. But I can tell you that I have seen gold and silver go way up recently. Look at this. Gold prices surge midday Tuesday to reach an intraday record above 2013. Silver jumps nearly 5%. What what is silver currently trading at? 27. 27. 27. Yeah, from 22 just the other day. Oh my God. Wow, man. Check this out. Early stage mortgage delinquencies hit 21 year high. This stuff is freaky news, man. That's crazy. 21 year high. So listen, I've talked to a lot of people about why you got to buy your gold, people. And they're always telling me different things. I've heard from some people that people are buying gold right now because they're not confident in the U.S. economy. So they're bas- you, you basically, you, you look at it this way. You've got two platforms that are going up and down, and you want to stay floating. So everybody's jumping over to hard metals because they retain their value right. because they think dollar's going to drop. People can't pay, their house, pay for their houses. People are, uh, I think it's, what, what is it? It's 21-year high. The spike caused an overall mortgage delinquency rate to jump to 6.1 from 3.6 in March, interrupting 27 straight months of declines, according to a report from CoreLogic. So we're now entering the, the 2008 territory. Apparently, we're worse than the Great Depression or whatever. What happens next? A lot of people think that, you know, once this is all over, once the lockdowns end, everything recovers. But they're telling us second wave, and they're telling us to lock down again. They're trying to make sure these businesses are crushed completely. Yeah, it sounds like it. The economy is going to be in the gutter, and that's why people are jumping ship. I don't know what their plan is, but I'll tell you what, for me at least, doesn't make me confident in Joe Biden. Makes Definitely me a- absolutely more scared that Joe Biden would win. Yeah. What 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 ma- what would make anybody think he's going to fix the economy, especially when we're seeing all this insanity? True that. No, nah, Trump is the econ- economics guy. Yes, he is. What what happened with New York? In the in the eighties or whatever, in nineteen eighty three, when he finished the Trump Tower, I mean, he he convinced a lot of rich people to move in, and that increase of money, like one apartment sold for ten million dollars, New York got the taxes from that. So all these taxes that he dragged in when he finished that building, I mean, crime was crazy in New York in the seventies. So so when that happened, like he he, I mean, Donald Trump changed New York City with that tower. He changed it. That all the rich people that moved in, he bol- all of a sudden they were there. Yep. Bolstered the tax base. Yes, he did. Exactly. What, what's happening in New York now? Oh, can we talk about that next? <laughs> this is a, <laughs> per- it, this is a perfect segue. All right. Go so check, check this out. This, 
This is from, uh, what is this? Fox News. Cuomo calls on wealthy New Yorkers to come back to the city. I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> truly, truly sad. You did this to yourself, Cuomo and yeah. de Blasio. They well, did well, this. To, to be fair, Cuomo's made more mistakes. You know, he's made tons of mistakes. True. But he has been repeatedly saying for a long time he does not want to raise the taxes on the rich. They're already really high, and he yep. needs them to stay. Yep. Because he knows exactly what you're talking about with Donald Trump, Bill Net Tower, mm-hmm. inviting the rich people to come to New York under this, you know, it was hip, it was popular, you want to live in this building, it was luxury, it was cool. It's still a nice building. Oh, definitely. I heard he's got a golden toilet. Is that I, true? I don't know. I, I want to... Uh... I want to use it, though. <laughs> right. I mean, who doesn't, right? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, rich people moved in. It bolstered the tax base. It resurrected the city. Yep. I was watching a documentary about it. This is why Cuomo is begging them to come back. They're not coming back. No. Why would you, they? Be, you have to be insane to go back to build the Blasio yeah, New York City. Absolutely. That guy's nuts. Yeah, I feel bad for that city. I, I spent half of my life there. I, I, love, I have a, a, a big love for New York, but... Not not anymore. Like I, I see what they've done to the city and what they're they don't care about the people in the city. That's you all know, I see. You know what makes me really angry? Hmm. I've never been a MAGA person. No. I've never I, I, I sit back in my chair in twenty sixteen when the Trump people and the Hillary people were all yelling and when Trump won, I just laughed. Yeah. Because yeah, like you me. the comeuppance of the snooty elites. Yep. But I didn't vote. I didn't care. I'm like, I don't I'm I'm not I'm not gonna have anything to do with this. But now I'm really angry the Democrats have forced me into a position where it's like, you've finally done it. You've finally done it. I got to climb off this thing. This fence, it's really tall, okay? <laughs> I've been sitting on this fence minding my own business, and I got to climb down and go you know, press a vote button because I look at the history. Donald Trump launches Trump Tower, bolsters the tax base in New York City. Hey, that makes sense. The city starts making more money. It works. Yeah. Donald Trump gives us the best account, best economy of our lives, according to Jim Cramer. I can't deny that. I'm the, like, yeah, the past 70 years, a couple the, the, people's lives. The data was there. The data said unemployment was at a massive low for all for even for um, marginalized communities. We were seeing, you know, businesses doing better and better. And I was like, I can recognize that, but I'm still kind of like, whatever. I have no incentive to get involved. Now the Democrats are literally burning everything in the ground. Yep. They're they're the ones shutting things down. I am being forced to leave this state because of the insane governor of New Jersey. This guy's nuts. Who's other another one that has blood on his hands? Because he's putting doing, people in these nursing homes. What? 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 what is, do, do, do they think I'm stupid? <sighs> do they think I don't like people? Like, listen. Yes, Tim. They they definitely do. Right. They think the American public is stupid. But this is the point I'm making: is I run a business. I run a bunch of businesses. I got to do a ton of research. I got to I got to talk to lawyers all the time. I got to read the news all day. I mean, for me, it's look. I get it. The guy who's selling, you know, chairs at a at a furniture store doesn't have to read the news all day. But people who run businesses are paying attention, probably to a greater degree, to understand what the new regulations are. Can I sell Can I sell these chairs anymore because they passed this new law? Yeah. And that- they're seeing they're seeing the governor of New Jersey and Pennsylvania and 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 New York. Go, I, I'm not, I don't know about Cuomo himself, but the mayor of New York going out and marching with these protesters just after they burned down a bunch of a bunch of parts of their cities. Yep. And they're going, what? Or that billion dollar company that moved to Texas or yeah. moved to Arizona. Yeah. From Seattle. From Seattle. Uh, it was a billion. It was a billion dollar hedge fund. So I don't know what they're right. they, they managed a lot of. Well, assets. They're no longer in Seattle. Yep. They're in Phoenix now. So how yep. could how could we how could anyone look at all this and think Joe Biden is going to save us from this crisis <laughs> when he doesn't even make appearances he's he can barely you know create a, a solid sentence that's coherent like I, I never understand what he's saying 
it's always just you a know? joke to me. Like, wow, I, it's kind of fun, like trying to figure out what he's saying. So, 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 what are <laughs> what are our options? Do we do people really think like, hey, vote for Biden so everything can burn to the ground? Right. It's like, okay, look, I understand Trump's got, you know, what did what did Sargon say about him? His because they don't like his his uh, his diction. Right. I'm like, that's one way to put it. But he's 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 not the character, uh, you know. Th- th- There's a lot I could talk about, but it's not it's not it's I don't care to rehash all this stuff. Well, the this point whole is, the whole thing about this is this will be Biden's America, and that's true. And they're like, well, it's Trump's America now, and it's like, no, those are the Democrats doing that. What are you talking well, about? Well, well, these people, it's 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 a bit more complicated. The the shield wall of moms are the Democrats, yeah, who would vote for Biden, and Antifa hate Biden and hate liberals and hate Democrats, but will use them as human shields to advance their ideology. Yeah, the reason why that's Biden Biden's America, not Trump's America, is because in Trump's America, he deploys DHS to go bolster the, the U.S. Marshals at the courthouse and defend federal property. And then you have the Marxist leader that straight up says, "Well, Biden is more malleable and will bend the knee to exactly. what we say if we riot." Biden's going to fall asleep. Yep. And I don't, I don't, I don't even care if it's Biden at this point because let's let's operate operate under the assumption it won't be Biden. Okay. For whatever reason, I don't know. By the end of the month, it's not going to be Biden. We'll see. But I don't care who it is. When you get these Democratic senators like Merkley, every word out of his mouth just a lie. Yep. He could say the word "the" and I bet you're lying. <sighs> I don't believe you. He did this. He did this hearing where he's like the peaceful protesters and Trump's secret police with unmarked blah blah blah. And I'm like, Slimey. none of that is true. None of that is true. So you've 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 pissed me off. Now I got to climb off this fence. I'm not happy about it. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be involved. I'll tell you this: the economy is in shambles. And I'll tell you what, man. You know who's the least person affected by it? Me, because I do an internet show where I talk about politics. And as long as politics are churning, my business is is not impacted. But I see all these other people who are telling stories of torching their furniture figuratively. Their lives are being destroyed. They're struggling. We're we're printing money like crazy. And I'm like, dude, this needs to stop. Yep. I can easily, I got a van. I can go live down by the river, be fine for the rest of my life. What about all, what about all the other people who don't know where they're going to go, who don't have money for food? We need someone to fix this problem. Now you got me sitting here going like, you know, the only person who can do it is Trump. Yep. Joe Biden is a disaster. He's a disaster when it's, when, when it's not even about policy. And so now I'm sitting here looking at New York, and this is the best example. Cuomo begging the rich people to come back. Yep. Okay. Okay. Is he going to beg Trump to come back? Trump, come help us. Right. They've been begging for bailout money. I'm sorry, man. These, 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 it's, it's, it's gotten so ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know. This is, this is, I, I I'm looking at the, the aren't the they economic. setting up some, uh, some borders? Uh, you have to be quarantined for yeah, like yeah, two yeah. weeks. What's going on with that? I think I have that, uh, right here. Oh. New York City to set up quarantine checkpoints at city borders. This is going to fix it. <laughs> who, yeah. who, who would want to live in this place? Nobody. That's that doesn't crazy, make any man. sense. I know. Seriously. Well, I mean, it makes sense in a certain capacity, but it's going to jam everything up and it's going to be a nightmare for the people who have to come in and out of that place. Do you remember when Sandy hit New York? Yeah. You, you were living there too, right? Yeah. I, I, I got a cool story. One of the bus stops fell over uh-huh. and people were skating on it. Oh, dope. Yeah. They were grinding on the top of it. It was cool. So the city of New York, for the three days that they shut down, lost $2 billion in revenue. $2 billion yep. in two days from tourism and just shopping and taxes of everything. So you can imagine, like, how long has New York been shut down now? Two, dude, four, five, 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 months, five months. So two days, they lost $2 billion in revenue. They, won't so rec- can, they can't recover, bro. They cannot recover, especially because all the rich people moved out, and now they're quarantining anyone that comes into the city. 
how are was, they going to get away from how, how can they bounce back from that they can't and i was seeing an estimate that one third of small businesses will not come back yep they're just gone they're gone forever and in, in new york awful. or across the new country? york city exactly yeah. new york's new york's done yeah ladies and gentlemen what's this i give you oh boy new york city oh you want to read it New York's wealthy Upper East Side reports a shocking 286% increase in robberies with armed gunmen holding up residents just feet from the homes of billionaires. Wow. Wow. I didn't know this. <laughs> when, when is this from? Yesterday. Yesterday. Wow. Yeah, dude. 286% increase. Yep. Well, I got a buddy who, who dipped at the beginning of uh, March. He was like, I, I'm, I'm out. Me and my family, we're, we're dipping. They got rid of their apartment. And they moved. They moved out. Poor I, New York, man. That's what I'm hearing from pretty much everyone I know that lives in New York. Yeah, I'm yep. hearing from a lot of people. They're getting out of cities. Yeah, I was. I'm, I was talking to a progressive friend of mine in L.A. Mm -hmm. And they were like, "How you been? What's new?" And I'm like, "Just getting getting as far away from cities as possible." And they were like, "I dig it. I could totally do the same thing." Yeah, it's a, it's an issue of can they afford to do the same exactly, thing? Exactly. Yeah. Now that's that. That's why I think we we're in desperate need of someone who can solve this problem. And that's why I say I'm like really angry with the Democrats that they could have literally chosen any viable candidate from a whole slate of people. And you can disagree with them on policy. But hey, I'll tell you what, for all the things you might disagree with some of these other Democrats about, even Kamala Harris, yeah. like you can think she's I think she's nasty. I think she's very evil. I think she's very corrupt, my opinion of her. But at least she's like capable of speaking English. Yep. You know? Well, at, at least she's honest about wanting to use slave labor. Seriously. They, they <laughs> said there was an article, Joe Biden's VP will be the most powerful VP in the history of this country. Maybe that's the goal, I guess. And it's going to be Kamala. You know, you think so? That's who you're betting? I mean, Politico, you know, did that what people like accidentally published that it was. Yeah. But remember, that's if Biden is the DNC's choice, which I just don't think that's going to be the case. I don't know what's going on with these people. And that's why I'm like, listen. Even if it was Tulsi Gabbard, mm -hmm. even if it was Andrew Yang or Pete Buttigieg, Donald Trump still has the economic experience. Yes, he does. And that's that. I, I, that what's your argument against that? That he's a bigot, that he's nasty, that he's racist? I'm like, that's true. But how many people need to starve to it's death because you true. don't like the opinions that's of Trump? not even true. No, no. Yeah. The point I'm saying is if they're going to call Trump racist, I'll be like, OK, so how many people should starve to death because you don't like the way the, the president speaks? Right. What's exactly. your chance of that? So we, we had like, what was it? I think it was the World Health Organization. I'm not sure saying like 250 million people are going to starve to death due to uh, the, sh the shutdowns and people are cheering for it. And I'm like, listen, what? how many people are going to die from from covid versus starving to death because of the economic shutdown? Right. How many are you OK with? I see that you've put on a hat. Oh, well, there's a reason. <laughs> oh, is there a reason? No beanie, no peace. Yes. No beanie, no peace. <laughs> I got you, chat. I got you. Did we get it. And you got me. Thank oh, you. My goodness. We nailed it. <laughs> no beanie, no peace. Great work, everyone. <laughs> I love this chat. Our <laughs> our fans are the best. I love you all. You guys are all fantastic. Thanks for coming here with us because it's not the same without having you guys all here. I and now that we're them. and and now to bring you back to the the the, the despair. Oh, oh no! Thanks, thanks, Tim. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna. I do love it. my boss. <laughs> Check it out. 250 million people could be pushed to the brink of starvation by end of year. Oh, the United UN. Nations. Yeah. The economic effects of the COVID-19 pandemic will last well beyond the virus itself. Yep. This is in April. Now they're talking about shutting down again. 
This has gone beyond insane. And I'm tired of saying it. You know, I've talked to friends where they're like, we have to lock down, you know, we have. And I'm like, dude, 15 days to slow the spread. What uh -huh. day are we on? 140? Yeah. yeah. Well, but but we've had because people wouldn't wear masks. And I'm like, OK. But the cases are spiking. Yeah. Well, the deaths are still going down. That means it's not that bad. Period. It's not that bad. Should 250 million people starve to death? That's basically what they're arguing for. And then you're going to kill your grandmother. Listen, it's like it's just like with Greta Thunberg. Yep. They we don't. have to stop all fossil fuels, even mm -hmm. if millions of people die. How dare you? How dare you? We must burn down the entire global economy to kill wrong. people. Wrong. Yeah, she, she is, is very wrong. <laughs> She's not literally saying that. Not now that now a Snopes is going to fact check, you know, pop oh, yeah. up and be like, Tim Pool claims Greta Thunberg says all these people should die. Yep. False. Tim Pool lied. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. She's talking about shutting down fossil fuels, which will lead to millions of people dying. Right now, the economic lockdown is going to cause st mass starvation around the world. Yep. And these people are, don't know or don't care and are happy with it. Why? For tribal reasons. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, am, I am flabbergasted. Is that the right word? Yeah, that's yes. a great word. I am, I am, it is a good word. I am discombobulated. Also oh, good. Another, right. another uh, obscure Keep it going. Words. Yep. Keep it going. You know, that's all I got. I'm disgruntled. What? Vaclemt. Vaclemt? Oh, I like that <laughs> what one. What does that mean? That's an old SNL reference. Oh. <laughs> from uh, a bunch of old old ladies. Chris Farley. It's old. Vaclemt. Yeah. Oh, I have to look at it I'm Vaclemt. It's when you get all choked up and can't speak anymore. Ah. I think that's... I don't I know. Got, all right, I'll Google it. How, is, how, how, are we, <laughs> how do you navigate the space where you have the Democratic Party bending the knee to people who don't know 2 plus 2 equals 4? Gosh, I don't know. I'm not exaggerating, my friends. Literally not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <sighs> 1984, man. They're, the, the woke on Twitter are literally arguing two plus two can equal five. By, they're saying things like, well, it depends on how you, you, your axioms and your definitions. And it's like, no, 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 no. Just stop. Just stop. You will never have a circumstance where you take two pens and then Adam takes two pens and then poof, there are five pens. Just like a fifth one just magically appears actually i guess if you cross your eyes and like put your fingers together yeah. a weird third finger appears well you know when you take two quarters yeah. and then two quarters and then you do this it kind of is an illusion that there's three. Oh, I, well that would be six thinking. though <laughs> that's what i i don't know the point is two plus two equals four uh yep. Yep. math there are four lights Actually, we have six lights. Yeah, well, that's not correct. <laughs> but there are four lights. It's Star Trek reference. Yes. <laughs> Learn how to count, Tim. Come on. What What do we do when you have the Republicans saying the far right, like the Klan and these groups are bad and so is Antifa, and the left says, well, you know, mm, there's no Antifa. That's a myth. And then the, the Republicans, the right, the moderates go, two plus two equals four. And the woke left goes, actually, oh I can think of at least three ways to make two plus two equal five. No, you can't. You can create a different equation where two plus two equals five with qualifiers. But the literal equation is is true because right. true and false exist. And then you have Democrats going, whatever they say on Twitter, I'll just repeat and send it. <laughs> yes. How long? How That's long? What it seems like how they're long? doing. Jeez. Bad policy. How long God. until a, Cong a Democratic congressperson or senator goes, Joe, Joe, Joe Biden will get him and go, two plus two is five. Listen here. Fat. Two plus two can be five. You know the thing. You know the, the thing. We no, that about? won't happen. It won't be Biden. No, the, the, they'll lose the the majority of the middle. It, I, they can't. I'm, they can't risk that. I, I, here's here's what I would like. I would like. You know, there was a uh, someone made a joke in response to this two plus two equals five thing that the woke left is doing. Okay. That Anthony Fauci unequivocally announced that two plus two does in fact equal four and never equals five. Fauci said that? They're making a joke. Oh, okay. That okay. if he did, they'd be like, oh, well, then it must be true. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Republicans, just passively ask this. 
Um, in your expert opinion, Dr. Fauci, is there any circumstance where two plus two could be five? He'll be like, no, what? Thank you. That's, that, that's all. <laughs> that was like, question. I don't, I don't understand. You. No, don't worry about it. You don't need to understand. I just want it on the record. Yep. How many Democrats would be like, I'm not answering that question? Not kidding. Probably all of them. Yep. Because they, they can't risk losing the, the left. So few. That they think minority. is like the most, the important voter base that they need to cater to. It's ridiculous. They're, they're, the argument that two plus two can equal five is mm -hmm. basically saying that you can make anything equal anything by changing the meaning of words. You right. can. And that's what they've been doing for a long time. They're showing Here's what I'd hand. like to see. I would like to see a video of a Republican or anybody pol politely asking a Demo Democrat, is there any circumstance in which two plus two could be five? And then have them say either, oh, I don't, I don't know, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get involved. And then just have that video go viral. Yep. There you go. Democrats can't tell you what two plus two is. Go vote for him. Do yeah. it. If you want to. That's where we're at right now. That's uh, reclaiming my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about we hop over to that? their uh, Super Chats? Yes. The uh, Super Chats. Yeah, it's interesting. They're, do you know, uh, so, so we're a republic, and I just want to read this. Uh, I was talking to Anisha about this earlier. And in a pure democracy, laws are made directly by the voting majority, leaving the rights of the minority largely unprotected. Right? right. So a republic, which is what we are, laws are made by representatives chosen by the people and must comply with the Constitution that specifically pre uh, protects the rights of the minority from the will of the majority. Yes. So it's like the Democrats are ignoring the majority now and are only focusing on the minority they, and, and making laws no, for listen, the minority alone they without think, the will of the majority. They think they're talking to the, to the, to the majority. Right. That, but they, well, they think that. Right. But that... That isn't true. Exactly. They're ignoring the majority now and only solely going for the minority. And that's why they'll, they will never answer the two plus two equals four. It's because they think Twitter is real life. Yep. You're right. I'm not kidding. Yeah, you're right. They, they, they look at these people on Twitter and these journalists who are also just on Twitter, easily influenced by activists who manipulate them. And now they're off in some fringe you know, corner talking about two plus two equal, equaling five. And they mean it. They really do. And so you've got, what, 90, probably 92%, if you, if you get rid of all progressive activists, are sitting there going, uh, what? Yeah. Two plus two is four, I man. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I see a direct connection. Because I think because the Democratic Party is so involved with the journalism and the journalists are so involved with the activists and they're on Twitter and they're little tiny micro bubbles, that kind of explains the problem that the Democrats are having with not being able to see bigger picture of what people actually want. And that's why I think Trump is on track to win. <laughs> Someone possible. in chat... I love this chat. Chat's the best. I just want to say, someone in chat just went, 20 plus 20 equals Trump. And I, was <laughs> like, I was just like, yes. yes. <laughs> That's good. That's True. good. All right, Me let's too. read some chats. I'll, I'll, I'll just end by saying this. You take, you take a character like Trump, mm -hmm. and it, it reminds me of Family Guy when they hired an ugly woman to stand next to Meg so she looks better by... Oh, uh, yeah, by, by comparison. By comparison. Yeah. And then you know she grabs the ugly girl and pulls her closer. And it's like... I, I think this country deserves a lot better than Trump, but right now Trump is the only option we have. I don't know that. I, I mean, I, the more I look into his policies, like he's doing an, an incredible job for our country. He's making our country stronger. I agree. He clearly likes our country and wants it. Like, no, he hasn't been a lifelong politician. You know, sure, he's not. You know, he's a little rough around the edges in public speaking, but he he speaks to to everyone instead of just a specific 
group of people, which the Democrats, they cater to each individual person instead of just going, you're all Americans. I'm going to talk to everybody. And that's what he does. So I, I disagree. I think he's I think we need that right and now. And I respect your disagreement. Awesome. That's exactly what what should be happening in this country. And that's exactly what I think is going to happen. I think a bunch of disaffected liberal types are going to be like, I, I've been told this. There are people telling me the Democrats need to be sent a message. You know, you've gone insane. Yep. And we should be having a politician who talks a lot. Here's what I've said over and over again. If we had a Democrat who agreed with Trump on a ton of policy issues and mm-hmm. economics, but was more charismatic, a better uh, orator, and, you know, just all around more like with some military experience or something. If you just had Trump, but cleaner, the Democrats would win in a landslide because the American people are looking for someone who's going to stand up for them. They're looking for someone who's going to fix the economy. They're going to bring our troops home. And the Democrats don't offer any of those things. So what do you get? You get Trump, who is character uh, rough around the edges. I'll put it that way. I'll be polite. And we could have more if the Democrats cared. They don't. But you know what I think it is? Hmm. They don't want to help the American people. Hmm. Trump does. Yes, he does. Trump's got issues, but at least he does want to help. The Democrats, they can pretend to be charismatic and charming and be there for you, but they really want to enrich themselves. It's been going on for too long, and now they're being scared they're getting kicked out. Let's read the Super Chats. Sounds good. Rigel J says, to Tim, the gang, and fellow viewers... The military and various three-letter agencies are being infected with SJW cultist ideology through the diversity, equity, and inclusion departments. They are resistant, but give it five to ten years. If you are in any of them, speak up now. And we've already seen it. And the army put out a statement, an email that said MAGA was white supremacist. Yep. What? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yes. And a bunch of other insane things like property taxes were white supremacy. Not kidding. What? Ian Hall. Yes, <laughs> I'm not kidding. The army did that. The army put that out? And there was a, it's a big scandal right now saying it's a violation of the Hatch Act, and they're trying to track down who did it. Wow. Yeah. Yep, the army did it. That's ridiculous. That's why I'm saying... Or, or, okay, so so someone in the, their... The army has their, an office of equity and inclusion. Right, and someone in that office like that. put out like a tweet or something? An email. Or, sent an email to all these other army officers saying, here's the things you need to understand about racism and white supremacy. And they said saying make America great again was a white supremacist slogan. That's ridiculous. Yep. There's nothing wrong with making America great again. Correct, sir. They're nuts. So Ian Hall says, happy birthday, Lydia. Oh, thank you. This super is for Soy Space Jesus. He got upgraded. Soy Space. Just Space Jesus sounds good. Space Jesus. (laughs) Drop the soy. I don't even like soy. You guys are funny. Satan. To make sure Lydia gets trashed for her 21st again. Yes, correct. Birthday. Correct. General Poole of the Salty Army gets n- nothing. Oh. He has yet to don the beanie of the God Emperor. His share goes to the cats. Okay. I'm not going to. Give it to the cats. Audio Lord says, this is some Book of Revelations type stuff going on. Trump will sound the two horns, government. Then the pale rider comes. I'm too, uh, too high for this. <laughs> Betsy. Well, there you go. I'm going to spin this UFO. It's not spin, spin it's throwing me off one man militia says hey tim cast team i am a soldier serving in afghanistan and about to head home thank you guys for keeping me sane and informed in these confusing times keep fighting the good fight we need more people like you and And thank thank you for your service absolutely and i'm glad to hear that you're coming home yes and you know when when i told you my this guy i know he posted this meme from biden one of them was that putin put bounties on american soldiers and I was like, my response to that was, and almost right away, Trump said, bring our troops home. Yeah. What uh-huh. should he do? Yep. I know. <laughs> it, so I was like, that's the perfect narrative for me to be like, oh, well. Yeah, but know. he knew he didn't. He's claiming he didn't know, but he, he knew. And then, okay, bet, 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 he, and now he's trying to bring him home. What? 
What do you Makes got? Sense. What do you got now? And they're, and they're blocked. And, and the people, that, like the Democrats and Republicans blocked him saying, no, no, we need to understand what's going on with these bounties before you bring the troops home. And it's like, <laughs> no, you like, don't. Wait, what? what? So out. you're admitting that our, our people, our, our soldiers out there are in danger and he wants to bring them home. Yeah. But you want to keep them there in danger yeah. that you're mm. admitting that they're in. Uh, <sighs> if you have not already. Smash it. Well, well, they did. They definitely they did. Definitely Not did. enough. No, I want more it. smashes. Oh, okay. I was yes. going to say, smash. you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, smash. and Parlor at Tipcast. You can, I'm you almost can, done. You can, go, you can go to at Adam Krigler on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor and smash his follow button. Oh, yeah. Smash it. Let me get my, my camera. Oh, here, 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 here. Arr, it smash it. Very important. Smash that follow button, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Free workout. He's just, you're, you're just, good. You're, I was having a good time. You're getting more <laughs> clips for the next smash the like button compilation. That's super. Did you, I don't know if you guys saw, seen that. Yeah. Dude, it's great. Hilarious. Though. Yeah, there's a smash the like button compilation someone put together of me. It's pretty great. That's amazing. It's pretty great. So don't, someone's actually working on a spin the UFO compilation. Nice. I don't know. I and haven't seen forget, it yet. So you can follow at Sour Patch Lids. It's true. L y d s on Twitter and especially parlor. today because it is, it is her birthday today. Absolutely. Follow she me. is 21. Yes. Again. Correct. 21 again. This is true. For the, I don't know how many times. Second time. Second, second time. time. Yeah, yeah. It's second 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. So you are 37. <laughs> yes, that's how the She's math works. Math checks out. You're clearly not a mathematician. <laughs> and if you if you guys haven't, if you're if you're new to the show, also check out my main channel, youtube.com slash Timcast, because I'm really close to breaking a million subscribers, so I'm definitely going to be pushing that. That's very exciting. And right. you can also follow AdamCast IRL. Yes. I'm really close to breaking 100,000 subscribers, oh. so I'm really excited about that. You can check out my, my past deep dives on Tesla and Donald J. Trump, if you haven't checked that out yet. And uh, I will be doing more. I haven't uh, gotten to set up my studio yet because we are moving soon. And you could tell yeah. more. Oh, yeah. I, I, I bring this up because someone mentioned in the chat that once I break a million subs that I'll wear the Maga beanie. And no. <laughs> no. That's, that's <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> they, like, no. they like making up they rules for us. I know. They're like, oh, you said this. But, but I will mention my channel it's because you can go to TimCast.net and, mm-hmm. it, it, and then it's the easiest way to do it. Subscribe if you haven't. I'm close. Joseph Kasky says, I'm a geologist working remotely in Alaska, live in Colorado. Inspired by you guys, reconsidering my my career, and want to start interviewing people because I feel for people like the Cuban business owners in Louisville. Recommendation on interview equipment, camera, mic? Um, mm, I don't know. This is the Sure... Uh, uh, SM7B. SM7B. All the the big YouTubers are using it. This is for podcasting. Yeah. If you're going to do like field reporting stuff, oh okay, yeah, you just good get point. A, um, maybe like a Sony. What's that? What's that? Just camera get a that, 4K. Is that camera right there? What's that camera right there? Right there, the one. That oh yeah, yeah. Me... We got a camera right this here. This is uh, the Sony. It's getting all dusty. RX 107. Oh yeah, it went with us to California. Yeah, the RX 107. Boom. That's this a thing good one. is tiny. That's good. Work. I mean, it's it's not. You, you might want to get like a, a you know a stand for it. You know, one of those uh, gimbal systems, so it's nice and smooth. But it's really small. It's it's actually quite heavy. And it's got incredible yeah. audio. Oh, really? Real. Just yes. by itself? Yes. And you got to be careful in holding it because it's got stereo sound. It's it's a really really good camera. It can film at nine sixty frames per second with a special yes. feature. We for, are not sponsored by Sony. By no, the way. we're not. Not at but all. The, no. But, um, all the cameras we use are actually Canon cameras. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me get my close up. Check this out. I just got my uh, my Tom Tom McDonald. Tim, do you want to zoom in? H O G, Hangover Gang. He's not listening. There we go. 
Anyway, I'm really, really stoked about my, nice. my like hoodie, it. my sweatshirt. So Broadcast Dave says, this has to do with one of Jake Paul's associates. Look at the drama alert video in reference to Jake Paul being raided. So uh, drama alert, that's Keemstar. You can check him out. He's probably got more details on exactly what happened with Jake Paul. Nikki Witch says, happy birthday, beautiful Lydia. Also, Hughes is a horrible person who said on video that she didn't care if she bankrupted Carl, Dude, nor nice. that uh, nor that he has kids to feed. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. And, you know, Sargon said, she said something. Do I know that he has kids and do I care? She's like, of course I don't care or something like that. Air Techie says, most semi-auto long guns are not legal in California. The Air 15 in uh, in photo is enough to put you away for a long time in California. Oh, yeah. By the way, spin that UFO for Lydia's Ooh, birthday. I'll nice. spin it. I'm yes. going gonna, gonna to go opposite. Ooh. I don't do that for just anyone. Mixing it up. Yes. Scooby Doopy says, happy birthday, Lydia. Love your show. Thank you. Thank you. Harrison H. says, did you see any of the Senate Judiciary questioning of Sally Yates today? Mm-hmm. Some of the, those questions... Some, some of the questions was really intense about, and about Obamagate. I watched a bit, but didn't really focus too much on it. The audio was really, really bad. And I just defer to the legal experts I follow because often the things they mention, I'm kind of like, I don't know what the legal ramifications of that are. So I follow a few lawyers who mm-hmm. break it down. Yeah, I was doing uh, a lot of international research today because there's China. explosions. Yeah, dude. Fires. I mean, explosion in China, North Korea, I, Iraq. Well, fires in France, Albania is on fire. Man, that's the world is on fire. What the heck? This is crazy. Gary Flanagan, in reference to Jake Paul's weapons being seized, he says, Tim, it is most likely because he is under investigation. When under investigation, weapons can be collected to be tested for use in criminal acts. Hmm. Interesting. Bo Talley says, every time I chat with a Biden supporter, I ask them, tell me why you support Biden without mentioning Trump. Every single time I get a deer in the headlights, look. Adam, spin that UFO hard. I'm going to spin it hard because that's so true. Yeah. Yep. That their only Without answer is, Trump. I don't like Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's their strategy, I guess. That's the strategy, man. I mean. Andrew says, hey, Tim, I saw you were looking at Safe Light body armor. Don't. They are a bit shady when it comes to their certification rating, when it comes to effectiveness, RMA or HESCO, and avoid steel armor. Well, so th- this is actually really, really great. I love that you brought it up because... We, uh, I was looking at body armor, but I was looking at a ton of different companies. And because of this, so the ads that are popping up are all body armor companies now. Yeah. People notice. Yeah. Uh, someone, someone emailed me like, oh, I see you're in the, in the, in the search for body armor. And I was like, <laughs> actually, that was a long time ago. You know, it just, I, the, the gold thing that, that would pop up in a lot of ads yeah. was a very long time ago as well. And skate ramps. I don't use this computer for anything for the most part. It's like a production computer. Right. So when these things pop up, it's because like at some point I Google search something. And the other thing you need to realize too is a lot of it is a lot of the ads that pop up are going to be research related. So it's like we're looking at a story and we'll look at something and all of a sudden the ads pop up. So, but yes, definitely looking at body armor. As most of you know, I, I, I have a bunch of guns now for the first time because time's changed and now it's mm-hmm. like... You got to, you got to, you know, and there, there, there is other news too. the, the SIG M400 that was sent by Crowder is actually, it's been specially modified. It is sitting at a shop. I cannot currently go pick it up, but once we relocate, they're going to send it to the new location we're at. So I can't get it yet. Oh, really? It's sitting at the shop. But they can send it to us in the, in the new, at the new, new location. Nice. So it would kind of make no sense to have them send it here when we're going to be relocating really, really soon. Okay. So I was like, I was like, man, it's going to be sitting there for a bit. Nothing I can do about it. Oh, but they did send anywhere. it, and I'm excited. And special thank you to Crowder and the team for sending that weapon because apparently, like, this shop was saying they got a call, and it was a big deal, and they were like, we got to get this guy, this, 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 this SIG. It's yeah, like the owner of, the, of who, who makes it? 
Sig, 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 Sig Sauer. Sig Sauer. I guess the owner called them, right? Something about like a high high level dude. Like they're, they're they were like, like we gotta get this done. We gotta <laughs> get this guy this weapon, and they're really excited about it. And it it's too difficult to get right now. Do you think that they can? It's because of New Jersey's restrictions. So that's, maybe that's maybe it. they can take it back and un New Jerseyfy it, <laughs> so it's more awesome. No, it's it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, I think they, they they added a muzzle break or something. Oh, okay. Which okay. I'm not. I don't know what that means. <laughs> we'll look it up. Yeah. We'll learn all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but basically, it's it's because of New Jersey's restrictions. It's very very difficult to go pick up. Basically, it would take too long, and I have to go back and forth and deal with it. And I was like, "We're gonna relocate somewhere else." And they were like, "You got it. Don't worry about it, buddy." And I'm like, "Awesome." The guy says, with everything going on, my wife agreed to us moving somewhere remote to start up a homestead. Oh, cool. We think it will be a healthier life for our daughter. What states would you homestead in? You three are welcome to come if it hits the fan. New Hampshire. Montana. Yeah. Idaho. Idaho, yeah. Wyoming, even. I like Col- Colorado. South Colorado is really nice. Yes. New Hampshire state motto is live free or die. I like that. South yeah. Dakota seems pretty awesome. Yeah, South the, Dakota. Their government seems like great. They've handled this COVID awesome. Texas, I guess. Yeah, Texas is Texas. great. Because what, like Elon Musk is moving there? Yep, and Joe and, and, and uh, Joe, Steve Ro- yeah, and Joe Rogan, yeah, and Crowder's down there. Wow. Crowder's there, yeah, man. Well, we're going to a top secret facility in the middle of nowhere. Top yeah. secret outer space facility. Yeah. We cut a deal with Elon. We're going to Mars. Yep. <laughs> we're going to do the show from Mars. <laughs> we're going to be the be first. Awesome. We'll be the safest. <laughs> Sean Patrick yeah. says, "I wonder if the Democrats secretly want Trump to win." Once they lose their common enemy in Trump, the party will completely fracture. Yep. Also, Tilt-A-Whirl is the ride you're thinking of. Uh, HBD. But isn't that the thing that spins and then goes up and keeps spinning and then comes back yeah. down? And it, like, and it rotates and stuff. And yeah. yeah. But, but maybe that's also the one that was it from... It tilts and it whirls. I think, I I think the Democrats want Trump to win. Yeah, you've been saying that too. Yeah, that, I mean, that they want him to win. I've been leaning towards it. And I think it's because the only unifying thing the Democrats have, it's basically what uh, what uh, Sean is saying, yeah. is Trump is bad. Trump bad. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't. <sighs> it's weird. They're not campaigning, though. No, they're they, not. They're not knocking on doors. And Biden's like, not going to be the choice. Maybe. So obvious. Maybe. But then will they be able to muster some kind of charismatic... Con- at this point, it's 2020, man. We just had a major <laughs> explosion in, a, in, a, in all across Lebanon. the world. Sup- the, supposedly, it's the fourth largest explosion. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was like, "Is this real?" I mean, it's you got the two nukes that went off in Japan, and then uh, I forget the the third largest one. But uh, so supposedly, it's the fourth largest one. I, I don't know if that's really true, though. It's like a hundred stories tall. It's huge. So, yeah. Javik Makrat says, "Love your work, Tim. Get that MAGA beanie on." No, no, it's it's it, it'll be a begrudging vote when when it be, when it comes to that point. But no MAGA beanies for me. Adam Adam will be your MAGA beanie friend. That's right. I'm your Must- MAGA beanie friend. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's all right. Samuel Eddy says, "The Earth King invites you to Lake Laogai." I don't know what La- that is. Laogai. It's from uh, Avatar. So oh, okay. when I in the show, the 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 city of Ba Sing Se uh-huh. has a mandate that no one can mention there's a war going on. Oh. So when outsiders come in, they hypnotize them, and they keep saying, there is no war in Ba Sing Se. <laughs> so when the Democrats keep saying, Antifa is a myth, there's no violence. It's the same. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the meme. Gaslighting. Cool. Gaslighting, for sure. James Degrees says, happy birthday, Lydia. Please use this to buy something you want. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Daniel Rafford says, Trump won in 2016 and will win again because the people are tired of the establishment. People can say what they will about his attitude, but his policies are strong and he's a bull in the establishment's china shop. Yes. Yep. There's a lot of bad things you can say about the guy. Knocking him out. I've said this before. 
He, he's a bull who kicked in the ivory doors of the ivory tower and he's running around up up top and all these establishment people are going, oh, he God. And they're like, oh, and they're fainting. <laughs> and if Biden Clutching wins, their pearls. my goodness, they're, 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 they're telling people, they're telling all the peasants, the bull is terrible. He's ruining everything. Get the bull out. And there are peasants who are going, OK. But most of well, you use peasants, but like most of the people are like, we it's don't the, care about your China shop. We don't have well, a piece of that. The people who brought the bull in. Yeah. But these progressive populists would be better served by Trump winning. Yes. To finally crush the establishment. And then the populist left has their opening. And end trafficking. If Make I'm America telling I'm, I'm saying, man, if Biden wins, the far left will be crushed and marginalized and they will never have another opportunity. That's why I don't. Be, I, I think they would want Trump to win. Yep. Interestingly, however, there was this, you know, resistance high profile guy who said these Antifa guys may have well may as well wear Trump stickers or buttons because everything they're doing is helping him. It's true. And I'm like, hmm. And then he said it was the, I think Gary Kasparov is his name. Something yeah. like the chess guy. Yes. He said the far left is, is afraid that if Biden wins, they'll be marginalized because they're being used. But if Trump wins, then the establishment is gone. And that's their opportunity. Hmm. So say, you know, for, for better or for worse, I'm surprised the far left isn't out there saying Trump is better than the establishment to be honest. Hmm. Maybe maybe they don't want to admit it, but they do want him to win. Can't bring themselves to say it. Yeah. Uh, Akapot says, people are waking up to the 11th hour, yet it feels like 8, 12, 16 to me. Dems still have 95% of media. You give me hope, but YouTube main page shows Black Lives Matter videos with 7 million views. Truth is the minority. We forget Trump lost by 3 million popular votes. Now voter fraud don't give up. I wonder... I wonder what the live stream numbers for YouTube, hmm. what, 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 what good numbers are. Let me, let me just be completely honest and, and, you know, without feigning any, you know, I don't know, whatever. Look, we've got right now 48,758 people watching. Ooh. This is more than some of the largest shows I've been on and have seen before. And, and this is consistent. You know, so we've been hitting these numbers a lot and I was thinking about wait, it. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you move on, I just want to say that's because we have the best chat and the best fans yep all right you can continue please yes. but but to, to all of you who are watching seriously thank you all so much but i was thinking about it and i'm like how can there be these shows from these progressive channels that can't break a couple thousand views after years of doing it and we're on month five and we're consistently getting 40 to fifty thousand viewers live on youtube I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with the certain beanie I'm wearing. Oh yeah, so, mm-hmm. as soon as <laughs> you wear the beanie, it's magic. <laughs> no one cared who we were. No, but, until but listen, listen. Beanie. What it says to me is that perhaps the silent majority is real. Definitely. And yep. They absolutely so, are. You know, uh, Akapot mentions Black Lives Matter videos with seven million views, and I'm like, yeah, that's true. We don't get. We get. I think we get like a couple hundred thousand to three hundred thousand total podcast listens for right. the full shows, and then we're actually doing really, really well with the clips. So we're actually getting like a million views a day on all this content. Maybe that Thank million you. views is substantially more than seven million on one video, right? It's a good point. I would say so. I, so maybe that's something to be hopeful about. Hmm. Keeping, keeping this in mind, for all of you who are watching, this is exactly the reason you can look around and see you're not alone. And that's why I, I feel that way too. And I'm like, wow, this many people care about the positions we're in. I'm clearly here. Listen, I'm clearly here saying I don't like Trump. And yeah. you're clearly here saying you do like Trump. Definitely. We're both talking about why, for me, it's a... It's a why uh, we're both going to vote for him. You're, you're, you're loving it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in there and be like, fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, these, but this, I think a lot of people feel that way. Well, you also got to take into mind, we talked about this yesterday. 
most people are busy working. Most right. people are busy not sitting on the internet, not sitting on YouTube. They're they're taking care of their families. They're taking care of their responsibilities. And the people on the left have no responsibilities. They don't want responsibilities. They're sitting on the internet, wallowing in their victimhood. That's what's. That's what. Why I see that video getting a mil, you know seven million views. Right. Because it's being shared and watched over and over, and they're sitting in that anger, and they're like, I'm so mad at Trump," and it's like. You have no idea what's really going on in the world because that's the only thing you sit and dwell on. Yeah, the other thing is a problem I, I think too is a lot of these people. Well, it, it's it's basically I'm just adding to what you just said. Yeah. Because they have nothing to lose, they can quit their jobs. Yep. And that gives them pressure on industry, so they'll go to their boss and say, "I'm quitting because I want this." And they'll go, "No, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll do what you say." The dude who's got a family, you know, kids, who's got responsibility, he's going to be like, "I can't, I can't quit." Yeah. You know, and that creates a huge disadvantage, but they'll vote. And they they will vote. Cigar Panda, thanks for the super chat. Deus Flex says, "I live in Japan, and I find it amusing how Western media went from shaming the Japanese for not locking down to holding up as a gold standard for wearing masks, despite last month having the largest outbreak in cases since the pandemic began." I know, I saw that. I thought it was hilarious. It, it nothing makes sense. Sweden never locked down, right? Never did. And they're fine. No masks. <laughs> schools schools there. Everything's dropping down to nothing. We should be more like Sweden. Sure, sure. Well, they said that for a while, I and know. now then they're, now they're like, "Well, you can't really compare." And it's I like, know. "Well, we can no, okay. we can compare an individual state to Sweden, and when you do that, it still looks bad. Like we are not doing it right." When when they were like, you know, we should do healthcare like Sweden does, and then all of the moderates, conservatives, and just rational people were like, "Yeah, but there's what nine million people in Sweden." So, so, Basically, yeah. and they export weapons. They have a, they have a strong export. Like one of, one of the largest weapons exporters per capita. That's how they stayed neutral in World War II. <laughs> That's <laughs> giving right. Guns to people. Do it. So we have, we have 330 million people. We can't do it as easily. Right now that Sweden's doing really really well, they pick up that. Well, you know, Sweden is much smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Spare me. Kaleem Mim yeah, exactly. says, I was only going to vote libertarian, but after what Joe said, I changed my mind. And during COVID, my perspective of Trump changed when he defended the businesses while governors and mayors were was hurting them. Even though I live in Boston, we're doing good. I'm going for Trump. Thank you, Kaleem. Awesome. We could be in, we could be in our own bubble, you know? Sure. But I'll tell you what, man. I've I've been on some pretty big shows. And for us to be consistently getting like upwards of fifty or more thousand viewers, that to me was like, Love maybe you guys. We, we we like look over the past several months, it's just been a dramatic increase in the people watching, and that gives me hope that the ideas I have, the things I think, other people think the same things. Yep. Not completely, not completely, but the idea is the sentiment. So I'll talk about news and stuff. We talk about the show, how we feel, and there are a lot of people saying, "Man, I, I totally get it." Yep. And I want to, I want to, you know, tell me more. If we weren't getting any views at all, I'd be like, we must be wrong about something. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it could be that we've just found a small bubble that's, you know, sitting in a big circle, patting each other on the back. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. I think this is, I really this is what the majority of people think. I think when you look at the Gallup poll, which says 81% of black Americans want the same amount of police or more, that says it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the defund, huge. The, defund the police narrative is a lie. The abolish the police narrative is a lie. These are extremists, and the Democrats aren't standing up to them. And most Black Lives Matter movements, you can see, it's like 80 and 90% privileged white liberal people. I noticed like, that From the suburbs. Yeah. From the yep. suburbs. Yeah. Like, the, like, you guys, what are you doing? Then they're the ones throwing the bricks. It makes no sense. They're, they're, they're being so virtuous behind a 
a, a virtuous movement while trying to rip down the system. Well, Josh P just said, Tim, you are a pawn of Trump. Explain yourself. I resend my time. And happy birthday, Lydia. Thank you. So I'm assuming it's, it's meant to be a bit of a joke, but I will explain myself. Hmm. The Democrats just repealed civil rights legislation in California, voted to at the state level and at the, uh, the assembly and the Senate. And I didn't believe it when I heard it. And then I checked and they did. And then I asked my friend and said, help, help. The Democrats are trying to take <laughs> away civil rights. And they said, but it's a good thing. And I went, what? what? And I said, how is it that the progressives, Bernie Sanders fought for this legislation and now Bernie Sanders is on the side of people who are taking it away. That to me right there was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I can't allow a political party to get maintain power when, when their active goal is to strip civil rights from people. The left will say the same thing. Under, and, and they'll say like, we're going to remove these civil rights protections under the guise of ensuring civil rights. This is what I said to a friend of mine. They told me, but Tim, if we repeal the civil rights law, which prevents discrimination then we can have affirmative action and help minorities. And I said, okay, let me ask you a question. Do you, th- you realize that a, that a large portion of California outside the cities is conservative, right? Yes. You realize that a large portion of the counties outside of, you know, LA, San Francisco, and you know, San Diego are mostly white, right? Yes. Okay. Do you think that those people are racist? Some of them, yeah. Okay. Do you think some of those racists work in government? Yes. Do you think they will be emboldened to be racist and discriminate against minorities now that you've given them, given them the power? Well, I guess. Then why would you give them the power? But I mean, I mean, I guess. I'm like, right. Now, personally, I don't think Republicans are going to start putting up signs that say white people only or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if you truly, if these progressives truly believe that's the world that exists, why would you vote to repeal these laws that would allow someone to put up a sign saying only white people allowed at this, at this, in, in this city, in the, in the government, in the police? They don't believe it. It makes no sense. The bill would, would allow the police to only be one race. So you get an area that's predominantly one race. You are ending diversity. They don't get it. That's, that, that to me is these people have lost their minds. Matthew Lincoln says, Lydia, there's a tradition where I come from. When it's your birthday, you have to go on a date with me. Oh, is oh. that the tradition? Huh, interesting. Good to know. Joseph Pardon says, hey, Tim, you got, a, you got shouted out by Don Jr. Someone posted it on, on the Reddit. Give it a look. A yeah, shout man. out? Uh, you got to retweet, I know. Well, he's, retweet, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's retweeted me a bunch, but a shout-out, that's I don't different. I I'll have to look. Yeah. Ooh, let me check. Did he? Who shouted you out? Sorry, I was reading. Trump Jr.? I'm reading about uh, this yeah, Twitter, he's, he's Twitter locked out President Trump. Um, the campaign. People have been... Uh, t- Whoa. T- yeah, they've been hitting hitting us up in chat, and I just wanted to uh, see what is going on. And I guess, I mean, it seems like, yeah, the, the campaign, because he, they talked about hydroxychloroquine or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. They want him to I'm take kids, it down. yeah. The Trump campaign? It's not like, his. It's not Trump's account. It's, a cam- it's, the, yeah, the it's Team account. Trump. Think the about, campaign account. Think about how insane it is that Trump is the president who mm-hmm. created the task force, mm-hmm. who is the one to like. He's the. That's that's. It's wow. because it's three three grand a pill. They want everyone to have to take this three thousand dollar vaccine when hydroxychloroquine is like. 20, 20 cents. Well, it's like two bucks or something. Well, look, look, look. But still, if it works, it works. But it, it, maybe it doesn't work. That's maybe a, it doesn't that's work. That's not the point. The point is, if the president wants to speak to the American people and say, here's what I recommend as the president, yeah, who is, is Twitter to shut it down? That, to me, is This insane. is This is newsguarded, too, from uh, American Military News. That the campaign was Twitter, shut out? Twitter bans Trump campaign from tweeting until it removes misinformation, in quotes, on coronavirus. Wow. That's what it says. That's nuts. Think about what happens next when the CDC, under pressure from its employees, 12% of whom 
demanded that racism be declared a national uh, public health crisis. And then all of a sudden, Trump says something like Black Lives Matter is a Marxist group. They say, we're not going to let you tweet until you remove dangerous misinformation because racism is a public health crisis. Saying these naughty things about Black Lives Matter is a violation of people's health and you know safety. Mm-hmm. That's where it's coming. Morality re- policing. That's what you've been saying. And this is why I'm really angry with Republicans because they've had, they had from 2016, to 2018, they could have ended this, but they didn't because they're dumb and they didn't care. And many, a lot of them retired. And I don't, I'm not confident they'll actually do it because what we need is, you know what? There's eight Republicans who agreed with withdrawing our forces from Afghanistan, eight mm-hmm. and three Democrats. Wow. We need a lot more than that. Sad. Yep. Sad. The quote a great Indeed. man. Oh man. But we'll see, I guess. Ryan Yeager says, new to Tim Pool guy, uh, new to Tim Pool, guy is so awesome, MSM is trash, and I'm glad people are starting to realize it. Hap, uh, HBD Lydia, Thank is you. it happy birthday? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Someone sent us this really cool, oh, sweet, well, like, ooh, I got a white oh, got a sweatshirt. White there you go. Check this out. So it's one of those things you stab into a tree. I'm not going <sighs> to stab my cool. hand. Stab, stab, stab. So then you can see, you can see it. It's, it's, it's so a cool cute. owl. Shaney. I like it. Yeah, so thanks right for on. sending yeah, me that. Thanks. Those are super There's cool. There's a couple other things that, but that's my favorite out of that group. Yeah. Well, so today's Wednesday, right? It is. I don't even it know anymore. Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I just go with the flow. <laughs> so it is now past 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, Ew, which is, uh, it's our time to go uh, relax, go to bed. I wake up again at 7 a.m. to get back to work. So I just work all day nonstop every day. I salute my beanie to all of you for hanging out with mm-hmm. us. Thank you all so much for smashing that like button. We're about to hit 40,000, which is I Whoa. think the most we'll have ever had in a 40,000. Come on, let's do it for Lydia's birthday. <laughs> yes. Smash that like button Best before you leave. Ever. Thank you. For Lydia's birthday, 40k. Don't forget, follow uh, me on Twitter, Instagram and Parlor at Timcast. You can follow at Adam Krigler in the same places and of course, it's Lydia's birthday, so go and follow at Sour Patch Lids. That's with, at Sour Patch L Y D S on Twitter and Parlor. As a birthday present, yes, thank smash you. that like button. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live. Yes, we will. With all the latest news and fun. Fridays are our jam night, but also, if you don't know this, and I'm sure most of you do, but for those that don't, check out TimCast.net. That'll bring you to my main channel, and I am very, very close to breaking one million subs, so I'm going to be pushing Let's help that. him break a million. Yes. Break a million subscribers. If everybody here went and subscribed, I'd be over a million. Oh. Or you can just share this show to everyone and get us to a million first, so our show could be yes. his show. I'm like 50, <laughs> 60-something thousand subs to breaking one million on my main channel. Up. Hey, I'm an optimist, all right? But check it out. I'm an this optimist. Is, this, is, this is crazy. The, <laughs> look, guys, the metric on the show has 41K! Been, oh, wow. That yeah, was dude, for you, that Lydia. Was so fast. That Thank was you, all, guys. Happy, chat, you guys happy are the best. Oh, so you guys are the best. Man, our, our, our people that come and watch us, seriously, you guys are awesome. They're so nice. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you know it's crazy? 42K! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let, 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 me, let me praise all of these people watching. I've, I've, I've done a lot of live, live streams in the past. Wow. I've been on other people's shows, and there's always so much just insults and stupidity, mm-hmm. and, and, and this is like... Not here. Our chat's usually hilarious. They're, they're awesome. I love yeah. reading the chat. I love it. I, I, I interact and, as, as much as I can, you know, but I obviously have to pay attention It is a special this guy's brain 40, or his beanie. I don't know. 42,500-like birthday for Lydia. Dang, thank you so thank much, Thank you all guys. so much for hanging out. Make sure you subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. And we, wow. will, we'll, we will be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live. And throughout the day, we'll have clips up. we will have clips up from the show. So for those of you that don't make it for the live show, we have clips throughout the day. And the show audio version is up on all podcast platforms where you can check it out. And uh, we'll see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m. Thanks for hanging out. Good night, Hi, everybody.